Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. I am ready. Go ahead. You're listening to Autoglim 10 Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Unless I'm very much mistaken, it's Tuesday and it's Tin Tops. It must be Tin Top Tuesday. It's a while since we've done one of these, isn't it? It's been quite a few weeks since we've done one of these. Hello. <laughs> I'm glad you're still there. Uh, welcome along to Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. Uh, if you are a first-time listener, it is a show when we talk about the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And guess what? We've just come home from Knock Hill in Scotland. And there's quite a lot to talk about, isn't there? There's a huge amount to talk about, isn't there? I think we just uh, witnessed one of the all-time great BTCC weekends, without a shadow of a doubt. I reckon you're probably going to agree with me. Um, and all you have to do to have your say on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday is send us an email. Studio at tintoptuesday.com is the email address. On Twitter, you can join the conversation using the hashtag TintopTuesday or send it directly to our Twitter account at TintopTuesday. Uh, we, we have another uh, uh, little hashtag going on Twitter as well. Um, this is how I listen. So if you are listening, I reckon some of you are probably still in Scotland. I reckon you've made a week of it. Lovely weather beautiful part of the world I reckon some of you are still in Scotland so if you are, send us a picture using the hashtag, this is how I listen or just wherever you're listening send us a little picture Uh, we also do, uh, talking about pictures image of the week and all you have to do to stand the chance, it's not guaranteed it has to be an outstanding picture that we pick out to be uh, potentially an image of the week because the prize is something awesome. Uh, Autoglim, our long-term partners in the show and title sponsors, send you a, a pack of goodness for your car. Absolutely fantastic. They're so generous with the prizes that they send out. And it is for an outstanding picture. So if you send the picture, send it on email, studio at tintoptuesday.com. And this week, if there is an outstanding picture, we pick it out. Uh, and if you're listening to the podcast, it's between now and Tuesday in two weeks' time. So the Tuesday that follows uh, Snetterson for... And then we'll... Well, after Snet, we'll only have three more rounds. Year's going really quickly. Six meetings in. Goodness me. Wow. Okay, uh, so uh, you send in your pictures, studio at tintoptuesday.com. Join in the conversation, studio at tintoptuesday.com. On Twitter, at tintoptuesday, hashtag tintoptuesday. I think I've covered it all. And hashtag, this is how I listen. Right, let's have a little talk about what went on at the weekend. And we'll get through a couple of your emails because so many of you have been so kind and sent them in in advance, which is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, by the way, guests this evening, uh, I like this not telling you who's coming up. I think you can probably guess. I think you can probably guess tonight who we're going to get on the show. But I'm not going to tell you. So we've got plenty of guests from the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. 
I think you all know that we get uh, Tingram on. Tingram is a friend of the show. He's part of the show. And we'll get him on. Um, and there will be other guests, notable guests, talking about the action from the weekend. Um, but I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you in advance who they are. I'll keep you listening right the way up until the end, which will be in approximately two hours' time. So a two-hour show, lots to talk about, including your emails. And thank you so much for sending them in before uh, the show goes on air. And if you are listening to the podcast, still send the emails in, because then we'll have a look at them. And if you bring up something uh, in particular, uh, we can always bring it up on the next show, which is fine. Uh, This comes from uh, Lee Fraser. Uh, from Tintop Racing UK. He says, Hi Alan, hope you've recovered from your an- annual pilgrimage across the border. Unfortunately, I couldn't go, oh no, due to my dog sitter letting me down. But it allowed me to follow everything very closely online through the commentary on TSL on Saturday and the excellent ITV co- coverage as always. Um, I have published my top five stars of the weekend on Tintop Racing UK with only four drivers named. Uh, the reason for only four drivers is because the circuit itself deserves the, the fifth star. Oh, you'll get no arguments from us on that one, Lee. Um, so so there, here's a quote from Lee's article. Um, Knock Hill, this is my curveball star of the weekend. Everything from the social and mainstream media cover- coverage, the event planning, the stewarding of the circuit, both on and off the track, the marshal and safety teams, the weather, the trackside commentary, well, <laughs> of course, uh, the racing and the circuit itself was absolutely top class this weekend. Um, uh, normally, at the end of BTCC race weekends, um, there'll be someone moaning about something. Um, I, I know it's only Monday, but so far, I haven't heard a peep of discontent from anyone. Well done, Knock Hill, well played. Uh... And then he says something nice about me. And then he says that Fiona Elko didn't hear, uh, uh, didn't get donuts on Sunday. And apparently didn't also hear the, uh, the request. She texts the tower for a birthday hello or a birthday request of, of Tingalingaloo. And uh, a song that we, if you are a first time listener, you might not know some of the, some of the jargon we use. Uh, that's a, a, a sort of a theme for Tingram when he comes on the show. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, you you will not get any kind of complaint from 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 anyone. I wouldn't have thought, Lee, because uh, Knockhill were fantastic. They have an amazing team, so it is such a friendly welcome that we get every year when we go there. Um, they go to the nth degree. They go they go to what they need to do and then some as well. And it's lovely. It's so friendly and it's so welcoming. Gillian Shedden, the the um uh, managing director of, of Knock Hill and, and the team, uh, fabulous people. Some people have been there for years and years and years. There's a, a lady who works there called Tracy who's been there as long as I've been going. I think twenty five years uh, she she's been going. And of course we were celebrating thirty years of the BTCC at Knock Hill at the weekend. Um and you mentioned the commentary team. Yeah, it's the one meeting of the year uh, that we have uh, Duncan Vincent and Rob Johnston in the in the commentary box. And they're fab to work with. They they do their homework. They know what they're talking about. And, and they're very uh, they give uh, a local uh, angle to uh, our international racing series. And it's lovely. Absolutely lovely uh, and a pleasure to work with. In fact, I've been working with Duncan a, a little bit uh, away from uh, touring cars as well this year. And he's a he's a he's a top line commentator. 
No doubt about that. Absolutely no doubt. So thank you so much for the kind words. And um, I'm pretty sure that uh, some of the people from uh, Knock Hill will be listening this evening. So um, uh, gratefully received. And I'm sure a few more people uh, will agree with you as the evening goes on. Um, Here's one uh, says, uh, hi, Al. I hope you enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the Scottish weather. What can I say about Knock Hill? An absolute highlight of the season and somewhere uh, everyone should visit given the chance. I say every year. You absolutely should. It's such an amazing place uh, with some of the best views in UK motorsport and completely summed up in those first few laps of race one. Just brilliant. Please find attached a photo for image of the week. <laughs> caption please let me out it's a it's a picture of me sitting next to to lord gow um uh, i managed to get a, a a hot lap around the circuit on the closing lap uh, before race three and and my my yeah my face is astonished because um it's a it's a quick it's a quick lap around Lock Hill. <laughs> even in a in a porsche panamera um wow a great picture. Thank you very much indeed for sending that in. Uh, Richard says, hope you enjoyed your weekend in Scotland. Attached is the view uh, of me and that some people think is the best view. Um, sure, this Im- image was captured as the Porsche start line was developing. Yeah, start line accident. It was a, a horrible accident. Oh, I hate it when someone at the front of any grid uh, stalls and you're kind of then waiting for, for the bump or is it everybody going to, uh, everyone going to avoid. But yeah, uh, one of our marshalling number is Richard holding up the red flag. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you might be right there. Um, and Josh says, good evening, Alan. Hope you and the TTT team, <laughs> you have to be careful. TTT team are well. I've attached some photos uh, from the weekend at Knock Hill. I've sent two emails as my technology won't let me send all the photos in one go. That's all right. Send as many as you like. Uh, this was mine and Alice's first trip across the border to Knock Hill. We've recently purchased a classic, oh wow, a classic Ford Transit motorhome. And it was great to take it up there. Uh, it was uh, great going on Thursday and coming home on Monday as you got to th- see things that you wouldn't norm- normally see on a race day. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more, Josh. Uh, during one of the uh, free practices, we saw Matt Neal watching at the hairpin and taking photos like a normal spectator still with his headset on, uh, plus other drivers watching the support races. One question I have to ask you is, what are you always reading on the tablet you seem to be so married to? That comes with best regards from Josh and Alice. It's just my clipboard, Josh. It, uh, so, so this year I've gone over to... Um, uh, to uh, uh, an iPad rather than uh, a clipboard. I'm I'm, I'm saving paper because I used to get through bundles of paper over the course of a weekend. Um, and uh, internet coverage is better at circuits now, so you can uh, have TSL live timing on the tablet, and you can uh, get the PDF of the of the grid for the next race. So it's all those things, and I scribble down onto it. Scribble my um, scribble my notes. Um, uh, did I look at your pictures? No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, good pictures. So that's Aidan Moffat, half on the tarmac and half on the gra- gravel. A, a, a great podium shot. Oh, there's a commentator married to his tablet. Um, and there's Matt Neal watching from from the uh, from the hairpin. Yeah, you see, he'll be he'll be doing a Dick Bennett's there. He'll be saying, "Oh, yeah, well, Flash, what I noticed was," and and Dick Bennett's historically has uh, gone out on circuit. Oh, which one is your? There's a picture here. Which one is your? Motorhome then, the Ford motorhome. Where is it? I can't pick it out. 
I'll have to make that bigger. Anyway, you can all get in touch. All you have to do is studio at tintoptuesday.com. That's the email address. Or you can tweet us, hashtag tintoptuesday. The other thing we do on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday is we play a few tunes. Netherlands. Hi, Alan. What a great weekend of racing from our sofa. We live streamed your commentary on Saturday and watched live on Sunday. Can you give us a shout out? Uh, and as well, oh yes, it's to both Netherlands. Um, as well, top marks for the stand-in commentator on ITV on Sunday. Can't remember his name, Johnny Palmer. Um, but to learn a whole BCCC series of names, points, etc. He did a great job. Take care. That comes from the Netherlands. Johnny Palmer is a top uh, top top commentator and uh, uh, for quite a few years he's been um, part of our team for the circuit commentary when he's available so yeah he uh, he follows the championship does the support race interviews um, 
again when he's available um, so he's around the, the touring car paddock quite a lot so he knows his stuff does Johnny and it was a very last minute call up so uh, um, yes I knew, I knew I knew he'd be great and, and I'm very glad that you were listening on your sofa Ashley um, and I can't remember your wife's name I'm so sorry you'll have to remind me uh, it was an amazing weekend it was a uh, uh, a weekend in the history of the BTCC. One of the drivers that was uh, uh, very responsible uh, for it being a, an incredible weekend in the history of the BTCC um, was Ash Sutton. And Ash is here, although <laughs> here he is. Um, hang on, I'm looking at my software to see if it's working. I am here, I'm here. You, you briefly went away. This is the one problem of connecting via the internet, Ash. Um, uh, yeah, I thought, I've t- I'll be really sure I walked outside so, and I think I might have tripped out between you, you, the you, Wi-Fi. You, and the you, you dropped out. Uh, uh, to be honest, Ash, we can forgive you for anything um, because the entertainment that, that, that you and the rest of the drivers gave us over the course of the weekend at Knock Hill was absolutely stunning. And you never got out of the car without a massive smile on your face. <laughs> I get the feeling you found it just equally as entertaining. Yeah, no, it was a, a mega weekend, obviously. we um, Off the back of the tyre test, there was some development work, shall we say, that went on between within the team. Um, and obviously going to a track that you would say shouldn't really favour a front wheel drive car um and to come away with a the qualifying result we did and mm. obviously be the the actual race results then that was that was the main reason why i was getting out of the car with, with a big smile on my face out of six cars in the top six in qualifying there was only one front wheel drive car and that was you were absolutely driving the watsits off that thing weren't you yeah it's uh if i'm honest it was the first time for a long time that I've been able to chuck a car around and not question whether it's going to bite me back. Do it with say. confidence. Yeah. yeah, and it was just, I was in my element, in, in a zone, and kind of could just take it to the absolute limit. So so how much um, development has taken place on that car since you joined the team at the start of the year? How much has it changed? Uh, obviously, I with the hybrid thing, uh, a hell of a lot has changed, mm-hmm. um, obviously, just from every team up and down the grid. But then, obviously, internally, there's been uh, some aerodynamic changes and a few other internal changes. And then, obviously, uh, just the general basic uh, setup that we roll out on. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously I brought I brought a few people over from with me when I when I joined the team and yes, yeah. their knowledge and stuff. They've built a race winning car. So, they, what they learned from the Infinity, they carried over what they could and and put it into the focus. Um, but then, obviously, in that summer break, we, we knew we wasn't where we wanted to be as a whole. But yeah. And it was good because everyone, when, when you all accept it, it's easier to get your head down and, and move on and, and try and develop it. But um, that's the one thing I love uh, about Motorbase is there's, there's no sort of turning a blind eye when there's an issue it's let's get let's get our head down and get this solved so um 
I've really loved that, and it's just a big factor of of trying to develop the car myself and the whole package with Napa. I, I get the impression because I've I've known the team for uh, pretty closely for many many years. It was uh, previously owned by a really a very good friend of mine, David David Bartram. So I've known the people that are around the team, and and many of the faces that are at Motorbase now uh, the people. Pete Osborne owns the team. They're the same faces. They've been around the team for years and years. And I know for a fact that they love having both you and Dan as drivers this year. They're enjoying the the whole experience and the uh, the the work that you're all doing together is something that you are uh, from what I see doing very much as a as a team. They've got a huge amount of in, enthusiasm for what you're doing. Yeah, I I've got to say I obviously I've, you speak to this, even though I've never raced with them guys um, up to this point, obviously you walk up and down the paddock, you always say hello. And yeah. there's always been a good mutual uh, rivalry between teams, if that makes mm, sense. Yes, and yeah. obviously now being a part of that that family, um, and obviously, like you said, Pete Osborne has now taken it over. I just feel like it's uh, the fire's been reignited. And I think everyone's got a bit of hunger in the belly and they're all, all fiery, ready to go. So I think the atmosphere within the team is fantastic. Uh, we've got great, great bunch of guys there from from hospitality staff all the way through to team managers. Um, it, it's just a great environment. And uh, you've been sort of knocking on the door. So, so actually, let's go back to the start of the season. Um, because I remember after, was it the second meeting or the third meeting? And I, I, I will be perfectly honest, you hadn't been writing headlines in those first few meetings of the year. And then I looked at the championship table after, I think it was the second or the third meeting. And then, Ash Sutton is third in the championship. How has he managed to do that? And it was just by picking up maximum points every race and, and, and not throwing it off and, you know, diligently doing what you could do. But you mentioned at the end of last year, that's not you to just pick up points. You want to be winning races. Was this the first time this weekend at Knock Hill that you thought, actually, I can. I can do it this weekend. I, I can be myself. Yeah, it was. It's... Um... Obviously, when we when we weren't when we come out the box at, at Donington, obviously we had a fantastic qualifying, first qualifying in front wheel drive, and we were P three. So that was that was great. But then, obviously, our race pace wasn't quite where we wanted it to be. So straight away, race day is when you score the big points, um, and they're the points that count. So we've just kept our powder dry, and and just made sure we've scored consistently throughout the. Uh, throughout the start of the season like i think we had a well we we had a run of five podiums so that alone was just fantastic in terms of scoring some points mm. um but yeah i've had to give up a few battles on track when i know i've not been yes. fast enough to to take it to to the guy, the guys that i'm been racing and at knock hill it was a complete different story I, <laughs> I i i was just sort of back to the old me it was like yes we we stuck it on the front row with p2 we knew how quick the BMs were, but I still gave it a good good old shot. And the first race, obviously, putting off that move around the outside of Jake at Turn 1. Obviously, Jake got left me the racing room that I needed, which was great by him. Then we battled it out for a good five or six laps, which was great. But really, at that point, I knew, OK, right, today I've got to give this battle, this battle up, but we've got another race to come and I'm going to try and try again. And obviously, that was that was the opportunity in race two. It was... At, at- absolutely stunning to watch and and clearly the way you were driving the car you had the the most um exceptional 
belief in the car that you could do the things that you were doing. And you only needed a millimetre of a mistake to happen in front of you. You, you were in there. You, you were straight <laughs> in there. It was yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the thing with Not Kill is, I, obviously, there was a few little mistakes from Jake in, in the second race. Um, I dropped a wheel in a gravel a couple of times. So it, it just shows that a lot of these apexes, sort of three of the eight fastest corners at Not Kill, it's kind of blind. And obviously, like you said, you catch the curve slightly wrong and mm. suddenly the whole corner is very, very different. Um, normally, you kind of set the whole corner up by focusing on your apex, then your exit. But the fact you can't see your apex or your exit, you can't really set the corner up no, no, to some no. extent. Um, you kind of got to go off your memory bank of what you did the lap before and feeling the track through through the car and every little bump. And I think, obviously, there was a couple of times we saw an error from Jake, but like you said, I had I was there to pick up the pieces and by a millimeter uh, you were, it was yeah. stunning. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was, it was a close old battle. And obviously I just, from that moment onwards, I just had to, to, to not make any errors myself because straight away I knew I was going to lose that position to yes. Jake. Yeah. Uh, have you watched them back yet? I have. It's uh, a bit of, it's something I do every Monday to be is fair. It? Is, yeah. It's sort of do a recap review, sort of criticize myself, criticize other drivers and work out where their pro, where their strengths and weaknesses are and sort of use that for throughout the year. Yeah. That's the sort of thing that a champ does, isn't it? Uh, it's, um, it's back to work because I, I'm going to guess because I've seen you at the airport before on a Sunday night, you flew back. Did you on, on Sunday night? I didn't actually. Oh. So, so you are right with obviously we are, I've normally seen you but up to uh well last time I drove to Knock Hill was 2015 and <laughs> this time round we we set off on the motorhome on the the Thursday about two o'clock got the track midnight and obviously coming home was a bit of a uh yeah yeah a bit of a drive I'm not gonna lie obviously a full yeah. day's racing we left the track at six and got in at two o'clock in the morning oh so, you drove back Sunday night yeah I did. wow I did. so I had uh but I think I was still living off adrenaline. I'm not going to lie. I'm, sh- I'm sure you were. I'm sure the adrenaline was buzzing for hours after that. Uh, yeah, definitely. We, uh, I've, I actually got in and we got in at quarter past two or whatever it was. <laughs> and I ended up doing jobs around the house because of the adrenaline. Yeah, was of course you would. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, t- I totally get that. And particularly after a drive, that's what you need to do, isn't it? You need to keep yourself alert. How do you keep yourself alert then on, on a drive like that? There, there are loads of different... Um, um, ideas of uh, different people how, how you yeah I, to be fair i was just sort of replaying the, uh, the day through Were my you? head quite yeah. a bit um i had my mum in the motor home with us uh, i had my partner ellie yeah they were they were very good to be fair they both stayed awake um i think ellie disappeared at about midnight and, and found went for a little nap so yeah, yeah. just me and my mum for the last couple of hours but um obviously yeah it, Having having just company in the car is is good, and keeping conversations flowing in a good old Starbucks stop on the way home. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you know, it does does wonders because uh, yeah, we did the road trip um, as well this year. Um, yeah. So, but I, I I can't pretend it's hard to be honest. I I'm a passenger in in Alan Gow's Porsche, so he drives. I'm I'm the passenger. Um, I have to sign up Ash to travel regulations. So oh, okay. There are things that I and, and we and I'm not allowed to go unless I sign up to the uh, to the regulations. <laughs> so and, and there are there are for every regulation there is a penalty. So oh, go on, do one, share. Do well, share. one of we the things want to hear this. I'm, I'm not allowed to to uh, you can't use a phone. Okay, so right. So you 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 turn the phone to silent. You put it in your pocket or whatever. Um, but if it rings, 
you can't look at it. <laughs> so Really? No, no, no. And if I was to do that, and I can't pretend that over the years I haven't tried it every once in a while, um, he will stop at the safest, nearest available place and expel you from the car. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> why, why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> and, and he has done that to me in the past, and he's also done that to Matt James as well. How and, funny is that? Uh, um, sometimes some of the regulations allow him to take you to the nearest train station, which, to be honest, when we were driving up was not terribly useful. It was a day of the train strike. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so <laughs> very it, good. It is good. But we listen to music. And, and one of the important reasons I mentioned this, one of the important things is is that it, it's only fair that the, the passenger tries to, to stay awake to help um the 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 driver um and i've always tried to do that um uh, unfortunately the only thing we're allowed to drink in the car is water in case we have a spillage so oh yeah very strict oh it's uh, there there are there are 10 very strict points that i have to i'll be trying to to. file a waiver for that one (laughs) a a, a coffee coffee allowed (laughs) we're, we're, we're allowed to stop for a coffee break oh but you can't take it in the car you can't take it in the car um but obviously the onus is then on the on the um on the passenger the passenger has to pay for all uh, subsistence on the journey so food drink that's all down to me oh did he was it steak steak for dinner we had <laughs> we, we had a very nice pub lunch on the way up there actually oh, um, good. yeah good. we we sort of went off the motorway and thought oh we don't really fancy a, um uh you know motorway services we do enough of those over the course of a year really don't yeah. we um so we found found a little pub and and then on we went for some reason the journey up there we we weren't held up it was lovely weather 10 hours it took us to get up there it's, wow. Uh, but we went the sort of scenic route. Up, scenic route, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it may, makes a right, difference, right actually. Right-hand side up the coastline. Up, 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 up the coastline, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, re- yeah. Re- really, really nice trip. But, we, Ash, we all love going there, don't we? It's worth uh, it when you the get track, there. The track's fantastic. Isn't um, it? The, obviously, when the weather's good, and like it was at the weekend, it, it's so it's so good up there. Mm. The views, the, just driving the track, the fans are great. Um, just it ticks all the boxes, it and does. to be honest, I've had it when it's been absolutely monsoon up there, and yep. I'm still ticking boxes. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, the, the, the Scots are still out on the banks, it's still in the grandstands despite the weather. So, it's fantastic, it's utterly wonderful, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. just, I mean, I think it was Matt James that said some years ago, it's God's own touring car circuit, and it really is, Definitely. it just feels like it's made for it, doesn't it? 100%. I couldn't agree anymore. What do you think it would be like if we did it reverse, Ash? Oh, I reckon that could be. I've heard it's quite hard on cars, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, very hard. Um, It'll never happen. Not for touring no, cars. No. no, I don't. I don't. It, the first, the first corner, aka, AKA yeah. the hairpin, would be a bit lively, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so we, we can only just get round uh, turn ones, two, and three through duffers. So I don't fancy a hairpin trip. So no, that, that might be a, well, one step too far. So, so are we now for the remaining four races of the season going to see you? Um, and, and and the team and the car up battling for 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 wins, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, obviously, we we've always wanted that from the get go. So, yeah. with the car feeling like we're getting closer to that sort of working window, um, uh, we'll be giving it our all. We've got a, a championship to defend, and it'd be nice to to at least be there and, and take it to the guys in in the final round. I've got I've got a final question for you, Ash, and I hope you don't mind me asking it. Um, uh, but it, it fascinates me. I 
I rate extremely highly both you and your teammate, Dan Camish, but, but things haven't gone quite right. And now you two are getting on really well. Uh, I, I watched the two of you together. You're getting on really well. Is, is there a particular reason why Dan hasn't sort of hooked up with the car? Is it luck? Is it just bad luck on, on uh, too many occasions? What, what would you say is the, is the reason for, for Dan not being up and fighting for the wins as much as you can be now? Uh, I think there's you could sit here and write many factors to it yeah uh, and they're all very little things but ultimately you've got to A look at the bad luck that Dan's had yes yeah. um, that's such a big part of it B coming back into touring cars it's it's not an easy championship to jump back into obviously uh, despite point, yeah. coming off the back of winning the Porsches we yeah. can't fault Dan and what he can do I've always thought he's a fantastic talent but it, it's not this game isn't an easy game yeah um I think there's an element of hit. I've brought a a small part of my crew that I've worked with for many years. Yes, Dan's yep. coming to work with new relationships, new people. Yeah, yep. uh, and just obviously dialing the setup into each of our own driving styles. I think yes. there's there's that factor there that Dan might like something that I don't, and vice versa. So yep. there, there's been times um, that. I've looked at some of, the, of Dan's data and thought, not in a million years can I do that? And I know he's done the same <laughs> with us. So it's um, like looking at the tyre test, for example. We're the ones driving around on development tyres with Goodyear, but yet he's driving around on the standard medium tyres matching my lap time. Yeah, so wow. yeah. it, it just that, that just shows he's capable of pedalling a car. There's no doubt about oh, it's that. Gonna, it's going to happen for him. 100%. I'm just waiting for when it does. Yeah, no, 100%. You, I think it's just getting back into the rhythm of touring cars. Yeah, you saw that's that, a good answer. that that year we nearly went for the championship, lost out obviously yes. last lap. There's no, re- there's a reason why he was going for the championship. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. The, the Dan Camish we all know is in there, it definitely. Great answer, Ash. Thank you very much indeed for answering that because it, it has perplexed me um, a, a little bit. I'm sure, sure it's perplexed him as well. And uh, I'd like to see Dan back up with the, the very, very sharp end of the BTCC grid and I'm sure it'll happen before the end of the year. Ash, um, thank you so much. The, the entertainment of the weekend uh, proved um, you are one of a, one of the greats and that will go down as one of the all-time great um, races at the weekend. Absolutely superb. Lovely. Cheers, Alan. Thanks for Thank having you. me in. Have a good evening. Thanks, Ash. Absolutely brilliant. Ash Sutton, uh, just stunning weekend at Knock Hill at the weekend. And uh, uh, down to to Ash, down to, to Jake, down to Colin, down to George, down to so many factors. Um, absolutely superb weekend. It's Auto Glim, Tintop Tuesday, and you can get in touch with us, studio at tintoptuesday.com, or you can email us, uh, email us at studio at tintoptuesday.com, or you can tweet us using the hashtag Tintop Tuesday. I'm not going to tell you who else is on the show. I'm, 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 I'm not going to say.
Well, it was a weekend that we're going to remember for a very, very long time. And my goodness, some of the, the greatest BTCC races um, probably probably of all time. Let's speak to one of the players in that uh, uh, act as it acted out over the course of the weekend and say a very good evening to Jake Hill. Have you have you come down off the ceiling yet? Hey, good evening, Alan. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, what a weekend that was. Wow. My know, goodness. Um, yeah, very special one. You know, I mean, Knock Hill's always had a special place in my heart after I won my first touring car race there back in 2019. And it didn't disappoint uh, on our return just three years later. Was, was that the one where we ended up sitting next to each other on the flight home? It was, wasn't it? It was, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't sit next to you on the flight back this time, though, Alan. No, because I came back on the Monday with Mr. Gow. We did a oh. road trip this time. Very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah, uh, it was very nice. Um, we discovered a new services just uh, uh, on, on the way back, which was lovely. It had a little farm shop and uh, it wasn't like a normal motorway services. We discover something every year, you know. Uh, it's, I, I I don't mind flying back, but I only fly back if if I've got an important job on the Monday. Um, mm. And this year, well, in fairness, since COVID, uh, an awful lot of jobs have become remote jobs anyway. So you can do yeah. them, you know, as, as and when. So yeah. uh, so the urgency wasn't there. But you gave me a tip. You gave me a tip. We won't go into um, specific details, but you gave me a tip about. Um, uh, um, how do I put this? About speed cameras on the M25. <laughs> that every time I do what you've told me, um, uh, I think of you. And every oh. t- uh, well, it, and, and clearly, what you told me works. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, so far, um, our little uh, our little tip between us has kept me safe and out of trouble as well. So that's the thing. Um, it's obviously working for both of us. It's working very beautifully, yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> it's it, it's got rid of all of my anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. No, it's it's a good little trick to know. But only only, only by a couple of miles an hour. Nothing more. Than, nothing more than that. Uh, no, no, but no. I just, I, I, you just need that little gentle reassurance that you were able able to to give me, Jake. One thing you weren't doing at the weekend was sticking to the speed limit. I've seriously, I've. I've, I've never seen driving around Knockhill quite like it. It was absolutely astonishing. The the battles between between you and Ash were were something to remember for for many many years. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um, I must admit, I mean, you know, if we if we go back now, the last probably since twenty twenty, really, um, me and Ash's battles have always been quite spectacular. <laughs> um, I mean, you're obviously remembering the one that's just happened from Knockhill, but go back to uh, you know race three in the rain at Knockhill. Mm. Uh, sorry, at uh, Thruxton when I was on slicks, he was on wet. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a great one there. We had a good one at Croft a couple of years ago. You know, there's. Uh, Every now and then, me and Ash do put on a good show for everyone, and I think that one's just gone P one. But 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 it but it's within centimeters. So one yeah. pulls in front of the other one, and, and and there is literally the the width of a cigarette paper between the the two of the cars. Yeah, it's um yeah. I mean, it's not the most comforting feeling, I must say. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, a, a lot a lot of people do 
maybe give in to Ash because, you know, he can be quite aggressive and I can too. He's Ash. I'm, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying he's, a, he's an angel and I'm an angel. You know, we, we both, uh, I think, have fairly similar racing styles. Maybe not driving styles, but racing styles. Yes, are yeah, quite similar. yeah, yeah. And so um, when we do get together, obviously, there's... <laughs> Not clashings, but um, it's a fight to the death. There are sometimes. fireworks, and and, and, yeah. I, and I noticed in in Park Ferme, I can't remember which race it was. It, it, it's all uh, probably race one actually. Um, yeah, and and you you went up to Ash, or Ash came up, uh, and you, I think you went up to Ash, yeah. and and there was a hug. Um, and then, and then, a, and then a, a few words as well. So it was. It, it was well, <laughs> I went to say uh, I went to say sorry for for locking up and hitting him. Gen- yeah. Genuine mistake. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it really was a mistake. I, I didn't mean to at all. Last thing I want to do is damage my car as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, just went and apologised for that. Um, but also thanked him for a good race. And yeah, um, yeah, he didn't take the the hit up the back very kindly i said well no. i've said my piece so if uh you know it, it's up to him if he wants to hold it against me forever but i'm i think he let it go after a while yeah yeah at the time um yeah you know, i thought oh hang on <laughs> hang on exactly. i'm gonna stay here see what happens um but, but, yeah it, yeah it was uh it was mature the conversation between the two of you was i would describe as as a mature conversation yeah. um there, there has to be an incredible degree of, of mutual respect between two drivers, any two drivers, to be racing that closely and that spectacularly, hmm. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, ultimately, um, you know, ultimately, especially this year, we we have a drivers group for the very first time. Um, we, oh, you there, Alan? Still here. Sorry, yeah, still sorry. Here. Um, yeah, for the very first time, we have a, a drivers group between us all that. Ash and Robo are sort of at the forefront of, um, mm. you know, they sort of get get everyone together and we all have a discussion, make sure everything everyone's happy and with the track and with each other's standards and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, there's been a big a big conversation around respect. Um, it reached a peak, obviously, at Alton Park when we had that big shunt um, between sort of everyone in race three. Mm. Um, and it has been better the last two rounds, no question. Um, and I think, obviously, although me and Ash were driving extremely hard, and yes, I made one mistake and I did hit him at uh, the hairpin, but apart from that, we actually didn't make any contact, um, apart from me making that one mistake there. So um, from a respect point of view, I feel it was, you know, it was, it was you're never, you're never going to get any closer than that without being disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it was good, and it was the same. I must admit, it was the same amongst a couple of people. I mean, I had a great fight with Rory in race yes, three, yep, yep. Uh, that second place there. And I always love racing against Rory. You know, I really do. He's probably my favourite person to race against. That's nasty. Um, yeah, I, I would say so. And um, we had a fantastic battle, uh, me and him as well. So, and totally clean again, you know. Um, he could have easily run me off the road at turn one when I got the move done on him in race three, but he didn't. So, um, yeah, a nice amount of respect, um, at least at my end of the grid, was being shown. Jake, how do you switch on? Um, I spoke about adrenaline. But you, you get into the car, um, you know, before you get into the car, I chat to you. You're, you're a jolly, friendly lad and, and we, you know, we can have a giggle. But, but then once you're in the car, you've got to switch on a completely different mode to be driving in that style, haven't you? Yeah, I think um, 
you know, at least for myself, you probably have, um, you know, very switchable personalities. You know, you're you're in in the car, um, you know, uh, not an aggressive side, but it is a bit of aggressive side has to has to come out. I think if you're if you're going to be a good racing driver, you do have to have a bit of aggression about you and the will to win. You know, to, a self belief and self belief, yeah, 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 that you are the best on the grid. You yes. know, and I'm sure a lot of us have that same mentality, um, and you know that you've just it's just got to be controlled and so how do you do that how how do you switch from one to the other because it's within moments yeah well i mean from uh, to be honest it's it doesn't actually switch on for me until the lights go out right you know warm-up lap i'm still very calm i'm very focused i know exactly what i need to do to get the tires in sometimes you have to talk to tv and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah and i'm I'm totally relaxed at that point um even when i was obviously starting from p1 um for for uh, the first two races um before i would get quite anxious about that whereas now i feel very comfortable um you know, as experiences sort of taught me. Um, but it, once the lights go out, and I, I think it's, to be honest, once you, once you get put under pressure, I mean, when, when Ash was having a go at me in uh, race one, obviously, and he managed to get the move done in those first couple of laps, yeah. you know, that's when the aggression side switches. Yeah. Uh, I don't How dare like, he? <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's when that racing driver mode kicks in, of, yeah, I'm right. going to get him back, you know. Um, and I think, yeah, that, that's that's just what happens. I think once you're once you're threatened and you know you're being um, you're being overtaken or you're doing the overtaking, this fire in your belly comes out, and that's mm. what gets the adrenaline going. Makes for a spectacular entertainment to watch. But uh, I'll now ask the reverse question, if you like. How do you then switch it off? Because you get out the car, you're live on ITV main channel in yeah. mere moments after you get out the car. Um, <laughs> it has to be a bit more relaxed, doesn't it? The, the come down takes a while. Yeah. Um, I think that's why, um, you know, we all say things sometimes in the heat of the moment yes, yeah. after a race. And it's because we're still living that fire um, that we've just built up inside our belly during the race, you know. Um, and we all, we all say stuff that maybe we haven't we haven't meant. But when you've had a good race like that, and um, you know, like we have done it all through, I had I had it all three races there at Knockhill. You know that, that it does take a while to, especially after that race one when it's so adrenaline packed. It does take me a while. I had to just go and lay down and just put the music on and forget about the world for fifteen minutes because you, I was felt like I was never going to calm down. You know, before race two, so. Um, it's, everyone has their own way of dealing with it, um, but I think you just have to take yourself out of the spotlight for ten minutes and calm down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just uh, you will have your own way. Yeah, you you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you yeah. do that. But what about what about the evening? So you fly mm. back on on Sunday evening. The adrenaline is still pumping around. You get home. I don't know, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night. You've got Monday. How long is that come down? Is there is there a sort of a post gig blues that you get? Yeah, I, I'm always a write off on the Monday. On a Monday, yeah, yeah, I am, I am, especially when you're home that late, like we yeah. are from from Knock Hill, obviously. Um, I imagine for Rory and Aiden and Gordon, uh, they're they're probably they probably calm down a lot quicker because they've only probably got an hour <laughs> yeah. or so to go home. Yeah, I, um, I think Rory said twenty minutes, and he can be with the family and forget exactly. everything. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's the same for me when I'm at Brands. It's the same for you when you're yes. at Bruxton. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, um, we all have our home circuit, obviously, and it makes that come down a bit easier. But um, yeah, when you know when you're flying back or travelling back from somewhere a bit far away, um, that that journey you know that journey does 
calm you down. It, it takes it all out of you. You relax. And to be honest, Alan, you just feel tired. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> yes. no I get that. You're yeah. just so tired. And you've point. got, you have a girlfriend, Jake. Um, yeah. Who, who, I have a fiance now. Alan. You have a fiance now. Yeah. I was, I was, I was coming on to that bit, which, uh, congratulations, yeah. of course. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but she's playing, um, an important role in your race weekend, I've I've noticed over uh, over probably the past twelve months or so. Um, it, you know, take, taking away little worries of things that go on, things that Colin's wife Louise has been doing in in his race weekend for some years. But yeah. but, but now you're getting that as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, both. You know, ha- yeah, yeah, Han- Hannah and Dad. I would say, you know, they're. They're two very, very important people to me, obviously, uh, because they are both family, but yes. at a race weekend, they're very important. You know, I mean, Hannah, Hannah's great. She's, um, she's always there, but then not there when I, you know, when I need my own space. Knows when to leave you alone. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There, there is that, that bit as well. You can't be the clingy girlfriend that you are when you're maybe 14 years old or whatever, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a nice thing. But yeah, she, you know, she just does little things that you don't even realize, like fill your drink bottle up. Uh, it's, so your, it's exactly these things that I've witnessed yeah. her doing. Yeah. Yeah. Put all your helmet and all your gear That's on right. the dryer. So it yep. all, it's all ready to go for race two get your fresh top and fresh balaclava out ready for the next race you know all these little things um they're just things that i don't have to think about uh, and therefore take stress away and dad obviously looks after all the sponsors and guests during a race weekend which is arguably an even harder job you know but he is very very good um at, at you know looking after all of our guests and friends he's and been sponsors. around motorsport for many years he, exactly. know, he knows how to do it he was doing it for himself sort of 25 exactly. years ago so 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 yeah. yeah and in fact he's doing a few jobs for me as well uh, because oh. he's just sent me a text um <laughs> with um uh, uh, breaking news uh, you have just been voted driver of the weekend on the btcc oh. app that's very kind of all of the fans and, and everyone voting. So thank you very much for that. Um, I mean, <laughs> to, to be honest, I think it was probably down to, to three of you, the three race winners, George Gamble for taking his first race win yeah. and Ash and you for the uh, uh, amazing battles that you two had and, and, and a, a winner piece over the course of the weekend. So that would have been a, a pretty tight run thing, but you've come out on top. So that's, that's great. And that news has come through from, uh, from that your is dad. very kind. Um, and also, you know, I must say a big well done to George, um, on his first, Brilliant, uh, wasn't it? yeah, his first, do you know what? He drove so well, so mm. maturely. Um, he obviously fended off, um, a very hard charging Rory at the start when he was, you know, he was rapid at the start and those two shot off and, and obviously got up the road, but, um, yeah, big well done to George. I know exactly how it feels to get the reverse <laughs> grid pole and win on race three there. So, uh, and when your first race, so we, we've got one thing in common there. I, I reckon there are a few people saying, "Oh, this is going to go to one of the experienced drivers. He's not going to be able. He's not going to be yeah. able to hold this." But he did it so remarkably well. It was superb. Yeah, he did. No, he, he had a, a very good race, and obviously, you know, we to be honest, we, me, him, Colin, we had we had the perfect car for that track. You know, the car, the BMW was just a great car to be in this weekend. There's no question about it, and you know, um, we we had to make it work whilst we could, all of us, you know, yeah. because we get to snap uh, and onwards, and it's probably not going to be, you know, that leading car that it was at 
not kill. And, and it's rubbed off, you know. We all call it the rocket ship BMW yeah. now. I know, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's really good. But it does flow nicely. So, it does, uh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it works, works really, really well. Um, yeah. I need to ask another couple of questions. Go for um, it. Because uh, you've come into a new team, uh, WSR, Team BMW, with all of that experience and the, the manufacturer um, association as well, of course. Um, but they're a top team. They are... Yeah. Um, some some would say the top team, the, the 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 team to aim for. So you've seen how everything works within a top team, um, and how Dick Bennett's works, who has been in motor racing forever. You've been to WSR's headquarters and seen the the rich history, the Mika Hacken and the Etten Senna, the Jonathan Palmer, everything. Um, yeah. uh, what has this experience been like, Jake? Um, the best experience of my racing career. Hmm. Um, there's no two ways about it, you know. It's um, it's been a real honour to drive for WSR and for Dick, um, and obviously drive to drive this car as well. This BMW 330E is awesome, um, but what I'm taking from it is just the professionalism, you know, the the will to win from every aspect of the team. Um, they are just the best. There's no question. He hasn't lost his hunger. For winning no, races, has he? he? hasn't. But no. also, you know, it's not just from it's not just from Dick. You no. know, I'm learning to be a better racing driver and take things from Stephen and from Colin mm. um, that they do so well. You know, I mean, um, Stephen's prep and physical aspect is second to none. You know, he really is arguably the fittest guy on the grid. Um, and you know, he's he's drinking and meal prep throughout the day is you know something that we can all learn a lesson from is it yeah Yeah, absolutely um and and you know he's super quick when he wants to put his sectors together but bless him he doesn't like putting his sectors together (laughs) but you know he really has got it in him um he's a great great friend more than anything nice a great teammate and colin you know he's just ultra professional you know when you when you say a professional touring car driver uh, you know for me he is number one i wanted to talk about colin because while you were busy grabbing the headlines in your bmw while george gamble was busy grabbing the headlines in his BMW, Colin Turkington was getting himself to the top of the championship. That's right. He snuck under it, you know, and (laughs) Colin does this. I know. know, I've I've noticed it the last three years, you know, the last since 2020 when I've been in a, let's say a a championship potential winning car, um, you know, with the, with the Honda back in 2020, um, he's just, he's just so sneaky in terms of getting points. He's always there. Yeah. That's you know, how you win championships. Well, that's right. You know, that he's not a four-time champion for no reason. No. And, um, you know, he is just so good at sliding under the radar whilst me and Ash grab the spotlight or while George grabs the spotlight. You know, Colin's just third, third, fourth, boom, top well, of the championship. There's two drivers that I would say do that spectacularly well. Yeah. One is Colin and one yeah. is Ash. Because yeah. uh, early on in the season... Um, Ash, I, I I hadn't really spoken about Ash. I hadn't called him out onto the podium too much. And then I looked at the championship points after a race weekend. I can't remember. He, he was third in the championship. Yeah. It's just that, that relentless gathering of the maximum amount of points on every weekend, isn't it? Yeah, and he, you know, and he was no different this weekend. You know, I mean, he, he didn't have the fastest car. He was the best front-wheel drive driver um, and car combo out of the whole weekend and he just stayed there didn't he you know he, he always stayed there he obviously got me in race two and and won and 
and you know he was still thereabouts in in race three just fully finishing behind colin so you know the three of us had a great scoring weekend um we really did you know me colin and ash and ultimately you know i think well for, for my side you know i came into this into this round 41 points behind tom and thinking i've really got to n- nail down and at least get 10 better each weekend and i've almost gone and done it all in one weekend yes. yeah, yeah yeah i i found 27 points on on the leader now um but you had so to have games. a good weekend didn't you had start to. of the second half of the year that w- that was absolutely vital for you last weekend it was you know it really was and um that it just means now that you don't have to be silly you know i can just do what Colin and Ash are doing in terms of gathering those points and staying in that hunt so that when we go to Brands, I have just as best a chance of, as any of us top five really at the moment in the hunt of winning that championship, you know, and that's all I need to do. Um, obviously, if it's on the cards, we're going to go for it. We're going to try and get another win or have another great weekend like we've just had. But, um, you know, it's, it's never going to be easy. It's British Touring Cars. You're in the best position you've ever been in, Jake. Uh, well done. A lot of hard work goes into it. One final question. Um, yeah. And it was uh, a question that's been sort of burning in my mind all year. Um, how much of an assistance to your year this year in a rear-wheel drive btcc car how much of an assistance has your last three years of success in historic racing and rear wheel drive cars how much of a help has that been it's made the difference yeah no no question yeah um you know i've been even rory said it to me in race three he said i just don't know how you're hanging on to that car (laughs) i think all of us were asking yeah maybe but and it, it comes from it comes from it and you know historic racing it really does um you know i've been so lucky to drive with some amazing customers of mine in some amazing cars and win some amazing events and you know you you don't you don't gain the car control that potentially i've got through you know just just driving on slicks all the time you know having uh, an old ford capri or a mustang for you know lotus land you name it um moving around on old cross ply tires and you've got to look after those tires for an hour that's car control yeah you soon you soon learn you know um and i've had some of the best races of my entire life historic racing even if it's for nothing really you know even if it's just for a little pot and a pat on the back um you know it doesn't matter that the experience gained and the car control gained um you know I, i feel like I can hold on to it no matter what. That that um, journey sort of started at the Silverstone Classic, doesn't it? Your it your David and Goliath moment. It did, yeah. The, my famous moment in the in the Alan in 2018. Yeah, I, I was the first ever under two litre car to win outright against all the Cobras and um, Alans, and it was purely just from driving the socks off it. Yeah, you know, I, I, and you absolutely did. That was, that was yeah. Well, you, you were there. You I was there. You know, yeah, yeah. You were there, and it was a fantastic race. And we did a very similar thing in the all mustang fight in uh 2019 yes and obviously yeah. we went on to win again against craig davies and but there's so many good moments and you know the same with winning in rick woods uh capri at, yes. at members meeting a couple of years ago you know it's all all these special moments and all that car control gained um and i'm just so happy with the car moving around i feel so at home in a rear wheel drive car yeah. 
Yeah. And yeah, there's times, you know, when at the end of a race and the tyres are going away, it feels like you are back in an historic car, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, it does, yeah. And so for me, I just I just feel comfortable driving it. It doesn't really matter what it's doing. And, you know, the other engineers at WSR have, have no, noticed it. They said, I don't really know how you're getting away with it, but you're making it work. So, um, yeah, it's just... I'm just happy with it, Alan. <laughs> You're that. just happy. I can yeah. tell. Uh, absolutely brilliant, Jake. Thank you so much. I'm so pleased that we're able to, to yes. catch up with Sorry you. Sorry it's taken so long. No, I know we <laughs> we ought to tell people we've tried um, on, on a few occasions this year um, yeah. and it just hasn't worked out. You're a busy boy and I, I, I absolutely fully understand that. Um, and uh, But uh, but we made it happen um, and the way I made it happen was uh, yeah. I, 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 I shamed you into it uh, whilst on no. the microphone before the road. Before no, we said we said we were going to do it. Anyway. We did, we did. But we did. yeah, you did, you did. Uh, you I put you on the spot, stick. didn't I? <laughs> you did, yeah, made it stick. And, but no, it's cool. All I'm doing today is a house renovation, so it's no oh, problem. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, so thank you, thank you for the break away from that. Oh, it's really good. Right now, come on then, put your overalls back on. Back to it, mate. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, thank you for being part of history in the BTCC at the weekend. We're going to be talking about that weekend for many, many years to come. Absolutely wonderful entertainment. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thanks for the chat. There we go. Jake Hill, everybody. Absolutely brilliant to have him on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. Tuesdays will never be the same again. Tin Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Oh, sing your finger in your ear, go oh, sing a ling a ling, your finger in your ear, go oh, sing a ling a ling. Remember what old Gladstone said in 1892? Stick your finger in your ear and go ting a ling a ling. <laughs> Evening, Tingers. It's not going anywhere, is it? <laughs> I'm afraid not, no. Um, the, 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 poor, the poor old boys. So uh, Duncan and um, and Rob in the commentary box of the weekend, people were writing to in. to them as old boys? Uh, yeah, the, the, the chaps in the commentary box are doing a jolly good job. Um, and uh, they were getting plenty of messages, plenty of texts um, into the text the tower, te- text number, um, to say, could you play Tingalingaloo? And... Um, that and that must have been so weird for them as well. It was a bit, yeah. It was more than a bit weird because obviously they don't know what it is. So I mm. said, oh, it's the new anthem for uh, Tom Ingram. So then with an anthem. element of panic <laughs> in their voices, they said, so if he wins, do we play that? No, 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 no. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no. Well, there was no danger of that this weekend, was there? So we are all right. Well, <laughs> you're still second in the championship, Tingers. We are, yeah, we are. It was, uh, it was, it was all good. It was, it was all good. I tell you one thing. Just listening back to that interview with uh, uh, Jake, just had Jake on there. Yeah, yeah. I do hope Dick Bennett isn't listening in. Go on. Jake comparing his BMW to a, to an old Ford Capri at the end of a race. <laughs> there was Dick a, won't be happy about that. Will did he? you see that over in the centre of the circuit? There was a, a, a beautiful lime green Ford Capri on display. Did you see I that? I missed that. I did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you see, I love a Ford Capri. It's the one car that I never had that I wished wished I'd had. Well, now's why did you get one? But because they are hugely expensive now. Oh, are they? So if you if you wanted a two point eight injection um, Capri, which would be the Capri of of choice for me, you get you get um, bobble hatty already here. They're uh, twenty eight thirty thousand for a reasonable one. Oh. 
Oh wow! Okay. Um, yeah, and and then up, upwards of that for a for a perfect one, and I would I would want one that preferably no human being has ever touched. That would be my favourite. But then it wouldn't be built. You just have. You just, you no, would, if, if it was it, never touched by a human, if it could how would it ever been built? Well, if it could still have the plastic on the seats and all that kind of oh, thing. Oh, I see what you what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I see so, exactly what as, you're As yeah. you. What would, yeah, what good luck finding one of them, mate. Yeah, yeah, yes, or, or indeed. You can, conti- you can continue to dream. Ever having enough money to be able to buy one if I did <laughs> find one. Um, what would be your, your dream car from your, oh. from your childhood? We, we all had them, didn't we? Well, see... Uh, uh, I don't think there were many uh, dream cars from the sort of the the late nineties that were no. particularly beautiful, were there? No. Um, no I mean, weren't. I'm probably going to be shot down in flames now with everyone turning up and, and bobble hatting me. Oh well, <laughs> I think you'll find the uh, 1997 something or other was a beautiful vehicle. I don't know, is my honest answer. Okay, no, that, well, um, that's a reasonable answer. See, I'd go, I'd go further back. I do like, I do like some of the stuff. Uh, like Jake, actually, I've been really lucky to be able to do some, you know, to yes. be able to take part and, and race some, uh, race some cool historic cars. And I really like the big old, uh, mm. big old American muscle stuff. The muscly jobs. I, I yeah. just think they're cool. Yeah, they're just cool. They make a cool noise, uh, and they're just cool. I, re- I remember you driving a contemporary Ferrari. Was it in um, a GT Cup? Was it in GT Cup? Uh, yes, you were driving yeah, I've done that. Yes, and you yes, were so yes, tall yes. that you had to, you had to Duck sort of, down. you had to bend your head, didn't you? Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was made for sort of five foot two Italian men, not <laughs> perfect. Sort of six foot two fat. Englishman um, to try and sort of uh, I had to they had to smear it around in Lurpak and I had to run up just to be able to get in well that's an expensive uh, was, commodity uh, these days I know I said as soon as I was saying that I was thinking crikey that, that is expensive that's expensive yeah, stuff you can't, be, you, you can't be lubing up an entry to a to a Ferrari with, with that kind of stuff slathering of that around no, no you would not want to be doing that no you would not no, no not good but no I did I, I have done that and it, and it does give me uh, I do end up with a neck ache because yeah, I have to duck down in, in weird areas to do it which is not ideal. No, it didn't. It, it didn't but look my that job, comfy. My, jo- my trouble is, Alan. I'm six foot two, yeah. uh, but all my height is in my body. So I've only got thirty-one leg. So I've really short legs, and, and all my height is in my body. So if you ever see me go karting, I look hilarious. I, didn't I look like know Donkey that. Kong. Is, isn't that interesting? Really, so, so you have the same inside leg measurement as my good self. Yeah, there you go. Wow. How tall are you? Who's asking? Me. Oh yeah. Uh five foot six mm. and two thirds. Yeah. On tiptoes or? Mm. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so i so how how does that work then? So I'm however many inches taller. Yeah. Yet we have the same leg. I mean that's not ideal, is it? So no. honestly I, I look hilarious. If ever I go karting or anything, I look like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Do you go karting? You've got to be careful, no, you know. No, because I look like Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, 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 yes. I look ridiculous. <laughs> I look like I'm going to fall. I look like a giraffe that's very, in a mini. Very good, very good answer. I've got a question for you. Um, we always get lots of questions for you, uh, for you Tinkers. Um, uh, this is from Porsche. What a pr- pretty name, isn't it? P-O-R-T-I-A, Porsche. Um, a question for Tingram. That's um, a cool name, yeah. A really nice name. Uh, uh, a question for Tingram. I'm off karting. On see what I've done here. Mm, yeah, you, 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 you that see one what I've good. done here. You so, are good. Question for Tingram. I'm off karting on Saturday. It's only a works do, but I'm terribly competitive and have to win. Crash into everyone. Do Do you have any tips to give me the all important edge over my boss? Thanks, and that comes with love from Porsche. 
Mm -hmm. So the first thing you need to do is turn up with a sort of a, a, a 20 quid note and you go and see the person <laughs> who's obviously head, head, of, uh, head of mechanicking at the circuit. This is And you good. ask, which one's the best cart? And you give him 20 quid oh, this and he'll tell you good. which one it is. Because as we know, it's always your machinery. It's never you. It's always your machinery. I, I worked for a cart circuit and I'd never thought of doing that. I could have been bribable. You, uh, there you go. It tells you all you need to know. 20 quid's usually a good amount. Yeah, it's a round number, isn't it? Yeah, you don't want to go any more. Nothing more nothing no, 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 no. I mean, no, that's a good amount. Yeah, don't go over the top. Yeah. No. Oh, that is so I would do, I would just do that. And, um, and Slip number 20 and just say, sort me out, will you? And it's like, yeah, a good one. And then you can be absolutely rubbish and you can drive past everyone. Yeah, but in our races, you used to have to swap a cart over the course of a, a race meeting. Alan, you've just given somebody 20 quid. That's their problem to make sure they're the best one each time. <laughs> That's a very good point. Oh, I see. So then you've got to make sure you always get... Oh, well, absolutely right, yeah. I mean, that's their responsibility, ultimately. See, my brain doesn't work in this, you know, this cheating the rules of the game kind but of way. But, but, but no one said cheating. No one used that word, did they? Uh, um, giving yourself a competitive edge. There you go. Perfect. Now you're on the right wavelength. But it's not within strictly within the rules, is it? I don't think it is. I don't no. think it's sort of a. I don't think it's the most sportsmanlike behaviour to take part no. in. Uh, no. What's the best tip to do it? Mm. <laughs> when everyone else is eating pizza and drinking beer, don't do that. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. No. Um, uh, These are great. I mean, yeah. what a brilliant person to ask the question. Somebody that has just yeah. told me Some, they never go casting. Yes, yeah, somebody who's really tall and very heavy. <laughs> That's always my excuse as well. You're not very uh, heavy. You're a, you're like an athletic racing snake. Uh, thank you. Welcome. Yeah, look, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they they would be my two bits of advice. Slip slip somebody a twenty quid note, and when everyone else is getting on the beer and having a pizza, just maybe give it a miss. Yes. It also gets very messy when it's been bouncing around inside your stomach, and you yes. have to go to the toilet afterwards. Yeah, no, don't do that. No, don't, don't do that. that. Um. Uh, so I have another question for you. This comes okay, from uh, uh, Katie. She says, well, that was an interesting weekend. It's a shame there was no silverware for Tingram this weekend, but three races in the points has to be a good thing. Sadly, I won't be able to listen live tonight as I'll be in work until 11 o'clock. Last time I asked about Thomas McDonald's order. 11 o'clock. That's a late shift. Yeah, it's a late shift, it? that one. That is well past my bedtime. <laughs> Mine too, love. Um, last time well, I asked about... watching a Stranger Things tonight, actually. I'm looking forward to that, getting back, to, back into that. That'll be good. What's, what's that? Getting back into Stranger Things. What's that? We've had a week away. What's Stranger Things? It's... What, do you, what do you mean? What, 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 what is it? How do you not know what it is, man? I don't What's know what it you? is. Do you live in a? Do you live in a cave? <laughs> I don't know what it is. What it's is on it? Netflix. It's on. It, it's it's a it's a it's a thing on Netflix. Is it? I cancelled my Netflix subscription. Why? Because I've been really busy um, uh, since sort of July, and it's just gone up two pounds a month. And it sent me the email to say it's gone up two pounds a month, and I thought, well, I wonder when I last watched it. Guess. July? End of March. Oh, oh wow. So, I, so I've gone quite a few months um, without yeah. having sort of... Yeah, so, I, so I thought, well, I'll put it on pause 
and then come back to it when when the season's over and I'm not so Very busy. Good. Okay. Well, I'll send you my password and you just use my login. Oh, it's, can I be um, a family member? Well, I don't know. I think there's about 150 people on my list. I just seem to keep dishing it out. Everyone seems to be on it. I got scammed once, and I, and, and I, I got scammed by some Spanish people, and some Spanish people were watching uh, Narcos, ironically, in, uh, in Spanish. And it, it changed almost it changed everything. Oh, so did the it? the first time I logged on, I thought, why is, why is this in Spanish? Now this it's defaulted weird. to Spanish, yeah. So, then, so now I had, to, I had to try and get it back from the Spaniards. Anyway, sorry, Casey's question. So, so Stranger Things, it's just brilliant. But Casey's question, we were saying, sorry. Um, uh, last time I asked about Tom's McDonald's order, I didn't mention yep. that I actually work in McDonald's. Um, it isn't as much fun as it might sound. At, at this time, what would Tom's Burger King order be? Oh, Great, great, great question. Uh, I'd have to go for a sort of a well, slightly controversial. Mm. I'd go for a chicken royale with cheese. Would you? Mm, I would. Um, after which, I'd then have the uh, chili cheese bites or the jalapeno <laughs> dippers, whatever they're called. Okay. I'd probably then after that maybe go for. I don't see. I don't do a. I don't do a. Hold on. Let me. Let me just. Oh, you want to look at the menu. Hold on, yeah. stand by. Yeah, no, um, that's fine. A, a Burger King isn't my go-to, you see. So no, yeah, did, it, but cheese, it is mine, obviously. Flame Grill Burgers, what is it that I've got I a lovely have? picture of you up on one wheel here. This comes from what is it Dave I have? from the Jeff oh, so Army. It's a, uh, it's a Big King. Is that a thing? Big King XL? Probably, I don't know. I only get one thing from Burger King. Which is a... A Whopper. That's so, not all they do, though, is it? Some years ago... I thought they used to do, like, a Big King. I'm sure that was a thing. I'm sure they do. I'm sure... It sounds like, I'm so, sure that's what I used so, to have. But I, they don't seem to do it anymore. Years that and is. years ago, I used to have a Whopper with cheese, um, and and then I thought, oh, hang on, this there's a new one here. It's got bacon on it. Uh, I'll, I'll have one of those. So I ordered one, and it was horrible. It, it was, I don't know, cold oh, or no. something. So I took it back and said, I want another one of these. It's horrible. So he said, oh, sorry about that. So uh, I got another one and I bit into it and, and I uh, this is horrible as well. So I took it back and the manager was there and he said, um, what's up with it? So I explained and he said, yeah, I'll let you into a secret. We do what we say on the tin. It's the home of the Whopper. The Whopper is the best. Mm. And he's yeah, right. Go, yeah. He's absolutely yeah. right, you know. Mm, nice. so, uh, can we stop talking? This is making me yeah, so Yeah, uh, I know. And you, obviously, I'm, I'm, now you're a, a supreme athlete. You, you all, don't... You're, all you're now doing... I know. ...is tempting me to, once we finish here, don't get do in it. the car... No, no, don't do it. No, King, please don't do it. No, don't, don't, don't do it because... Or, it, I wonder if you can get it on old... Uh, Breeds. No, don't because no because you're now this honed, trained, lean. I, I, I am. I really am. Supremely not. fit athlete. What it what it is is a white suit is actually fantastic for making you look a little bit skinnier. It isn't. I can see that there's there's room in there. There's there's room Just for for growth. Deliver now. Burgers. And uh, <laughs> so, so I've got this picture. It's been sent AFC. in by Dave Zeus from the Jeff Army. You're on one oh, wheel. Zeus takes some good photos. You need to calm down. Look, you're on your left front wheel and nothing else. Tire saving. That <laughs> that's the only thing in in contact with the tarmac. Yeah, tire saving. What a spectacular if you, picture. If you run on one wheel, yeah, one tire. Yeah, lasts a lot other longer. Th- yeah, other three don't get used. Do you not have a bruised coccyx at the end of the weekend? 
I beg your pardon? Do you not have a bruised coccyx at the end of the weekend? The tailbone. Oh. Uh, from landing. Harshly. Repetitively. The tailbone. Yeah. It, the, the, the piece right at the base of the spine. Oh, that one. Yeah, the, um, the coccyx. No. No, I don't. Glad I asked it. Thanks. Yeah, I've got a bit of, bit of padding. I'm all right. What I do end up with is bruised collarbones. From the straps. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, I can... I I, it's incredibly physical, isn't it? The whole activity at Knock Hill is incredibly physical. Sorry, I'm just... I'm st- I'm st- I'm t- t- can you put it down, down I'm still, Deliveroo? I'm still looking at... I'm still... It's actually Uber Eats. <laughs> but I'm still looking... I'm going to put what? it down, sorry. Uh, it's what? Who? Uber uh, Eats. Uber Eats, okay. Yeah. Um, it is actually... It is quite a, quite a physical place. And the mm. trouble is, when we come back home, sometimes on a Sunday night, sometimes on a Monday, the following day, you're knackered. Yes. But you're not... Yeah. You're, you're. It's probably like... Hmm... A bit of it is physical exhaustion, but the most yes. of it is mental exhaustion because yeah, it it's, is. it's yeah. all of the stuff that's going on. So it does end up being a busy, a busy old weekend. Um, so although the cars aren't, you know, we don't need to be Formula One level fit. Of course we don't, but equally we still need to have a good base level. Um, but it's mostly just a, just a, just the thought processing and the, and the stress. And because you're having three races, you have that. Uh, a journal in peak and then drop and peak and drop and you, you know you have that over the course of the day and you, you are knackered by the end of it so it's uh yeah we always i think i've said to you before we always had, have a we refer to it as a as a as a race day hangover because it uh it, it definitely takes you out of the following day you see in the, in the world of the entertainment business we would call that post gig blues there you go. Then. You always get it if you if you do a run at a theatre and and you do I don't know twelve nights, fourteen nights or something. The the come down on the first day that you don't have to do it, it's horrible. Mm. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like we, a proper what, illness. Yeah, we it's exactly that. So we this morning we're, we're wide awake at about or, or Monday morning. So we were we're about wide awake at about I don't know. Six o'clock, half past half five. Past five. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, so ready, to, yeah. ready, ready yeah. to get going. Yeah. To then go. Oh no, we don't need to do it. But then you can't get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. You sort of you awake. But then you're knackered no all day. I know. It's, it's it is really really weird. It is it is, it is very strange and it is weird. It's not just the drivers. It's all of the all of the teams. So we we came back on Monday morning. Um, what time did we leave? At seven o'clock in the morning. Why? Mm. Because both of us were wide awake at <laughs> five o'clock in the morning. Of course, yep, that's how it works. <laughs> just the, that is how it works. It's the way it works, isn't it? So, uh, as an overview, where did you stop then? Well, I've, I've, I've heard you. I've heard you sing praises of this of this oh, fancy so, new so it was services. It, it, it was uh, lovely. So we went across to because we were coming down the M6 to come home. So we went across over towards Glasgow and then down. And it was one of the final services on the motorway before we crossed. I think before we crossed, I don't really pay attention to where we are, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have to drive. I'm just chauffeured. All I have to do is to make sure that I don't break any of the um, travel regulations that are uh, fairly comprehensive, as you, as you can uh, imagine. So um, I don't really notice where I am, but I think it was one of the last uh, services before before we go into cross the border, going into England. It's lovely. Very nice. A little farm Very shop. Good. And a, uh, it was, so it, it, it wasn't... Eckle Fecken? No. But I, I like... Wanted to, uh, I just it, wanted it, to say it, that. Was, I just, I just, I just wanted to say, I just, it was just an excuse to say, just, just an excuse to say it, really. Thank Sorry. Thank you very much. Oh, I've got, I've got another one. Oh, yeah. 
Oh. Oh, so uh, Bruce Ingram, um, uh, your dad, um, has come up with Tingram. I'm a, yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, I'm aware. That's. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling everyone else. Um, oh, sorry. He sent one in um, saying full tyre saving mode because this is with no contact with the circuit at all. That's the kind of thing your dad would pick up on, wouldn't it? Saving <laughs> yeah. money. Well done. That's my boy. No, my my father would say, you're driving like an absolute idiot. You need to slow down. That's what my dad would say. Yeah, no, dad, dad would never have said that to me. No. No, he's, he's more... Kind of, a, defeated the, kind of defeated the object when I was about five yeah, years old. Yeah, d- dad wanted me to be a, a, a golfer. He would Did have he? liked me to have done well in golf, yeah. Are you any good at golf? Yeah, I was when I, when I was uh, little, um, uh, when he used to pay for a junior membership for me at his golf club, which was brilliant. Um, and I used to really enjoy it, and I, yeah, I was okay. Um, and I really enjoyed it until I became 18, and then the, the membership went up to £2,000. Oh, that's a posh golf club. Uh, uh, it, it was a posh golf club, and um, I stopped playing. <laughs> mm, I can see why. Yes, yes, exactly. Makes a lot of sense. It, it was great when it was 150 quid a year for a junior membership, mm, and you could yeah, is, play whenever you wanted. Value. Yeah, really, really good. So, so as an overview of the weekend, Tingers... Happy or okay or yeah, I think so. Ish. Nothing. It was no, nothing. Nothing too spectacular. No. Other than other than the last race. Yeah. Um, forget. I said to you before the final race, <laughs> the thing that you've been doing today, Tingers, is keeping out of boring. trouble uh, and collecting points and and driving very very sensibly. Mm-hmm. Didn't I? I said that to you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Uh so did you go into race three and think, as soon as I walked away, you say, I'll show him. I'm not well, sensible. Not really. No. I'll be, do, you want my, do you want my full synopsis? <laughs> God, of, if, of if you would, okay, yes. Right. Yeah, so yeah, basically if you would. what happened, because the BMWs were very fast yes. this weekend, yeah. I thought, I need to get past Gordon ASAP. Yeah. So I did, the, to be fair, I pulled the same move on George Gamble, I think it was in race... <laughs> One of them, one or two, uh, would have been race two, I think it was, yeah, on the yeah. first lap. And I did the same thing to Aiden on on uh, on race one as well. But Gordon just closed the door a little bit more this time. So we were, I was... Uh, yes, yeah. But the trouble is you've got to commit to that move early and have plenty of room. Yes, yeah. So I committed to the move early and then was squeezed. Yeah, so at that yeah. point... It just ends up getting really. Difficult. There's only and, one way and, to go. One one way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just difficult in that scenario. So yeah, yeah it was annoying that that uh, it came to that. But good that I still, you know, it could have been terrible and, and it could, could have, have been taken both worse. of us yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and both of us could have not scored. Incidentally, both of us still scored just less points than we maybe should have done. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was frustrating. But at the same time, like I said, we still we still managed to get through it. Uh, but I think it was it was just a it was just a bit of a difficult weekend. I think we had a little issue on with the car on Saturday that we never really got on top of, so we were slightly out of position in qualifying. And then, if you're out of position to qualify, and then you're just playing catch up for the rest of the weekend because it is very difficult to overtake. It, 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 very difficult to overtake when you're in that sort of tenth, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, because the people around you are all very very similarly paced. Yes. So it's difficult to yeah. make process if you're starting. 20th and you know you're at position it's a little easier to make progress but when you're already sort of four back from where you feel you should do it's just quite difficult um so i think it was all right we scored points all the way through nothing too spectacular we're there or thereabouts for the championship and i'm not getting too carried away with the position at the minute because 
that will change you know first second third of course yeah. if you look at the points it's it's nothing it's nothing in between us at the moment so three points between you and and colin is it two and points? one point back to ash as well yeah, do you know what yeah, i mean so it's yeah, so close yeah. that uh, and i think i think jake's only a couple behind that as well so the whole thing is really close so i'm not fussed about position uh just some consistency now from here on in um Bex has just written in. You might want to make a, a little note of that, uh, 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 of this, Tingers. Hey, Alan, um, I think you're talking about Cairn Lodge Services. We stopped on the way home too. Bex, you are absolutely right. That is what it was called. Cairn Lodge? Yeah, so it's C-A-I-R-N. C-A-I-R-N. Cairn Lodge Services. It was beautiful. It was lovely. Douglas. So, so... Um, yeah, nice. I mean, when you and we travel quite a few miles, you go to services. It's either this chain or that chain, pretty much, isn't it? And, and, and this wasn't. This was completely unique. It was like going oh. to a garden centre. It was lovely. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was very good. A- absolutely, absolutely lovely. It was yeah. nice. Really, really nice. Um, uh, well, this is a boring conversation talking about motorway services. No, it's not. We do. What you say your favourite motorway services is? Good, UK? good question. Really good question. Um, for many years, it was Oxford Services on the M40. Nice. Uh, for me, a, a nice, a very open, very spacious, bit of a water feature. Yeah, um, very nice indeed. And uh, but I Burger, I Burger King. There was a Burger King, um, and uh, um, but I I don't really live now where I would use that that services. So I have to say, I don't really have a favourite anymore. <gasps> I know. Maybe what's it's, your least favourite? Maybe it's Cairn Lodge Services. Oh, what's that, your least favourite? You must have a least favourite one. One that you go past and go, ah, uh, no, um, I'm going in there. There is. I, I do have a least favourite. Um, and it can be, it, it, normally I would, so I have quite a few least <laughs> least favourites. Um, but it's, it's normally one um, where you have to cross over the motorway on a footbridge oh, to I get to where nice. the food is. Yeah, that's that's not nice. Yeah. Don't like doing that. It's, one on the M6. I can't remember which one it is. It might be. It's not. Might be. It's not Nutsford. It's the one before Nutsford, but another one. Is it Keel? It could be Keel. Keel. That's yeah. Yeah. I think it could be Keel. I don't like that one. Yeah, you have to go over. Um, and also, I don't know if you have to uh, because I never go there now. Um, I I was never able to get on a Sunday night a parking space at Leicester Forest Services. Oh yeah. Yeah, close by Toddington. Don't like Toddington. Ah, now you see. I'd Toddington. say that's one of my least favourite. Yeah, I used to like Toddington, but that's you're right. That's become a least favourite now. God, it's just rubbish. It's too small. Not a, Jesus. This is boring. <laughs> is it, it's not. It's really. It's an import. We talk it about isn't, though, is what, it? what we do is we talk about it the. Really is. We talk about the burning, pressing issues of the day, and that's what we're doing, and people listen. And then turn off. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to everyone listening who's now going, what, just these guys? Hang along now. Hi, Al. Northern Steve here. Sorry yes, I'm not... Yes, uh, <laughs> Sorry Some I'm not... sense. Sorry I've not written in a while. Or have I? Oh. oh what? what? What have we done? Have we gone into like a... Or have I? Have I written as someone else? Ah, you see, uh, you see, I took up your challenge to speak more southern. southern, southern. So to test oh, the God. waters, uh, about uh, oh, God, he sent in as someone else. I've it? written in over the last few shows oh, uh, uh, under a pseudonym in oh, my best yes. southern. You have read out my emails, and neither you or Tingram have realised it was me. 
So I'd say I've cracked the southern accent. But it's not a southern accent if you've written it down. It's... I, I, I get... Uh, so do northern people write the same way that... Yes, of course they do, don't they? I don't know. When Dan Lloyd texts me, it's all tut and tar and... Is it? Is it? Is it really? Is it? We've got Snetterton next. Do, do, do you text with Aidan Moffat? No, I can't understand him. <laughs> so, 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 so what would you do? Just say, Aidan, emojis are fine. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, is, just, is, yeah. That's easy and easy, far easier for me. Just do the emojis. Just, I just usually reply with a thumbs up or thumbs down. It's loads easier. <laughs> um, Northern Steve... Uh, continues. Anyway, let's talk racing. The season with the new technical regulations is certainly what's keeping it, things what's close. What's pseudonym? Like uh, Southern Sam or... or, or... <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to go through, back through the you're have to find it previous now. emails. You're going to yeah. have to track his IP address. This is going to be like Hunted. What's his name? Steve Payne. I have to look. It'll be something like we've been reading them out from Stephanie Payne or something like that. It would have been really obvious and we didn't realise. Why did you go Stephanie? Because it's got an STE at the start. Oh. See what I mean? Starts with STE. Uh, the season with the new technical regulations is certainly keeping things close at the top of the standings. And as people learn more about the hybrid deployment, the running order keeps changing. Great weekend at Knock Hill as always. And once again, the weather fooled us. But what a glorious day on Sunday. I stole the chance to head up and leave someone else to do the work for once. Um, looking forward to our trip to Snetterton, where I suspect a very close weekend of racing will be heading our way. Northern Steve. P.S. Challenge complete. Let's have a new one. So, so, so basically, Steve has not only taken the part of player, but also referee and umpire now. <laughs> I'm not. You're right. No, <laughs> I didn't think you would be. <laughs> and breathe, and and come back to me. <laughs> yes, you can. You be brave. <clears throat> I'm back in the room. Chip says, "Evening, Sir Alan of Hyde, long time listener." That's it from Chip. Thank you, Chip. Great to have, <laughs> great to have you. Cheers, Chip. <laughs> great to great. Oh no, he sent another one in. Oh god. Um, oh, I see. Uh, apologies for the three-word email. Oh. I pressed the wrong button. Me and, my, <laughs> me, me and my wife Rebecca made the seven and a half hour trip to Knock Hill again this year, and it never fails to disappoint. Beautiful scenery and amazing track action. It's just a shame it's so far from Norfolk. Oh well. God, that is a that is a that is a that's a long a old journey, isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. In, I'd but, recommend a plane next time. <laughs> in, yeah, but even even thinking about um, flying at the weekend was was tricky because airports have been so. Oh yeah, no one wants to work, do they? Disappointed? No, no one. No one, no one wants to work. They're, no. all, they're all striking. I know, and then um, so I have to sign regulations to to go with Lord Gow, um, and and many of them, if I break the regulations, he will take me to the nearest Fine. train station. No train oh, station. Oh, he dropped me the off. Regulations broken with Alan normally involves a fine. That's what that's what I found. There is money involved as well yeah, in, in quite a few of them. Um, yeah, but funny. but but we were. I brought up the point. Um, I said, but the, the, the trains are on strike today, and he said, not my problem, not my, mate. Not my problem, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what he that. said. Yeah, the kind of thing you'd expect from him. I know. I know. But uh, fortunately, I di- I didn't I didn't break any rules. 
So, um, good for you. I did all right, didn't I? Uh, anyway, Chip carries on. Main, main reason oh. for messaging in this week is to get my wife's Facebook page a shout out to help promote her pictures of BTCC and JCW minis. Uh, it's called Rebecca Howland Photography. And to give you an idea of her images, here's a couple from the weekend. Uh, I'll ha- I'll have a look at those, Chip. Thank you very much indeed. Keep up the great work. It's the highlight of my uh, week after a racing weekend to hear your voice again as we never get enough of it trackside. Well, yeah, you see, that's the that's the thing. Leave them wanting more, Tingers. That's always. The, yeah, always. Always. That's what I find. Always, always. Uh, thoughts at Although all- not on Tintop Tuesday talking about motorway services. <laughs> no one needs any more. Hang on. Stephen has sent in, um, <clears throat> I found a new Capri 2.8 for you. And there's a link. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Don't do it. Uh, Don't oh, do it. that's and as well in white with the white wheels. Has does it say never touched by human hands? <laughs> no, but it's as near as. Check this out, right? Thank you, Stephen, for sending this in. So I think this rather proves my point. Um, uh, so Tingers, how many miles has this car done? Do you think? What year it, is it? Nineteen eighty-six. Uh, I'm going to go with, because you've, you've bigged it up so much, yeah. I'm going to go for a small number. Yeah. I'm going to go for 15,000. Okay, less, lower. Oh, wow. There's seven. Thousand. Yeah. Lower. Wow. Seven. Hundred. Just seven. Uh, no, higher. This is the, okay. 585 um, miles it's done yeah, I, would, I, I, wouldn't have, I mean that would have been a long game of, of getting to that number so, um, so if it's a 1986 and it's got 585 miles on the clock how much do you think it's on sale for hmm. uh, you're going to love this £100,000 £71,195 seems like a bargain now I said initially for £100,000 <laughs> it's the car for you, you Tingers that. It's no, the cu- I don't think so. No, nor no, me. No, no, That's I don't think beautiful. so. That's beautiful. <clears throat> yes, I'd, I'd love to own it, um, but um, I will never have £71,000 to spend on a motor car. Probably a bit thirsty these days as well. Yeah, and it would probably cost you £71,000 to fill it up. <laughs> it might be pretty close. Every uh, week. A- a- anyway, listen, we've talked about motorway service stations for ages now. Um, um, a-, a final question. Snetterton. Thoughts about Snet? High uh, hopes. Yeah, I think good. so. Uh, it was uh, it was a good first last year. We took the first win, first accelerate, first accelerate. Oh win. yes, it was, wasn't first it? Yeah, win of the season, which is yes, good. it was. Yeah. So another one of them would be good. Um, we did well at the tire test. We sort of did our own thing and, yeah. and found a couple of bits and pieces that worked, as has everyone else, though. Of course. So I think we'll be in good shape. I think we've uh, we just got to just got to rock up. And focus on ourselves and just drive around. Hopefully we can drive around quite quick and then hopefully we'll score loads of points and then we'll be good. And uh, do exactly Make what... It super simple. Yeah, yeah, simple. yeah. Keep, yeah, but there's so many of you doing that now and doing it very well. Well, Co- Colin, you know, the, 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 uh, the fact that I looked at the championship points at the end of the weekend, who's, who's heading the... So? Oh right! <laughs> yeah. How does he do it? Scooping Just up the points as, as he goes. Around. Yeah, yeah. Exactly that. Incredible! Absolutely incredible. It's, it's so, a little bit boring. It's a, brilliant, though, isn't it? it's a brilliant year, though, isn't it? Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends because it's a bit too close, really. 
Is That's it? That's what I think. You, oh, you, it's a you, bit stressful. You'd like to have a 45-point well, lead at this stage. We're all stressing over a thousandth of a second. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's a bit much, that. I know. It, that it's, is, that it's, is a bit much. It is utterly fantastic. Bit, it is, it is a, it's stressful. Do you want but to hear good. your little tune again? Because it'll, it'll, it'll make you smile. Because uh, I, I like to bookend your interviews with, with your little tune. I don't think I've got much choice. <laughs> have you? Be honest. Have you listened to it away from the show? No. Promise. Promise. Okay. Would you like me to send you a copy? Nope. Okay. Would you like me to lie? Yes. Yeah, I listen to it all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's actually my ringtone. <laughs> oh, it should be your ringtone. No, it shouldn't. It no, should. Just the. Just the, 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 the iPhone, old phone ringtone is all I need. And, and you know, there was a band, wasn't there, called the Ting Tings? Uh, there was, yes. yeah. Yeah, there was. Should play that, that as well. my band, that was. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was, I was, that was my band. Lead Triangle. I was, I was head of triangles. <laughs> I'm sure you did a lo- lovely job. <laughs> as, as ever, Tingram, thank you ever so much, mate. Thank you, oh, thank uh, you for, 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 for joining us as, as ever. And thank we you look for letting me chat nonsense with it, you, as always. It, well, it's, it's just what we do, isn't it? It is, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do, It's just a you? normal conversation. Everyone kind of goes, oh, I love how you guys chat on Tin Top Tuesday. <laughs> it's not just on Tin Top Tuesday. No, this it's is when, general conversation. whenever we meet. <laughs> I remember chatting about chamomile tea with you about 18 yeah, we minutes did. before qualifying started. Yeah, well, <laughs> That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He was like, can you get in the car? Hold on. <laughs> Do you put honey in first? Oh, this is amazing. I had my honey and lemon tonight. There you go. And uh, I the, can hear you sound beautiful. Yeah, you see the esophagus, Crisp, many would say. the epiglottis. Everything is beautifully um, 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 lubricated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you lovely. go steady with your yeah. with your with your epiglottis. You don't want that drying out. <laughs> Last thing you want is a dry epiglottis. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Tingram. Thank right. you very much I'm indeed. Bur- I'm going to get this Burger King order. Oh, don't do it. Don't you? No, don't. Anyway, I'm going to play your tune. Oh. No, no. Thanks. <laughs> Love you, bye. <laughs> oh, stick your finger in your ear. Go tingalingaloo. Finger in your ear. Go tingalingaloo. Remember what old Gladstone said in 1892. Stick your finger in your ear and go
So now one thing happens when we get into the second half of an Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday season. Um, we start to become a nuisance to drivers. That, that, you see, start of the year, we've had no one on this year. So uh, if, I, if I send them a text on a Monday or a Tuesday and say, oh, do you want to come on Tin Top Tuesday tonight? They say, yeah, absolutely fine. That's cool. Absolutely fine. Second half of the year, if I'm texting them for the second or the third time in the season, then I start to feel that I'm a bit of an annoyance. So what I tend to do in the second half of the year is if I've already spoken to both of the drivers or three of the drivers within within a team um, and they have a particularly outstanding weekend, I don't necessarily go for the driver. I go for an overview it might be the team team owner, might be the team manager, or indeed, it might be the commercial director, whatever that means. We'll find out what that means, uh, because uh, for Carl God's Sicily Motorsport, uh, we have the commercial director on the line, and it's Ash Gallagher. Ash, good evening. Yes, good evening, Alan. <laughs> that was uh, quite a big introduction to effectively say that I am second best after uh, <laughs> George Gamble or after Morgan, isn't it? But, uh, it, it is thanks, really. Thanks anyway. yeah, no, no, you're, you're, thir- you're third in the queue. Um, or, or people might say um, that we've saved the best until last. But I'm that, going to say that, I think. Yeah, yeah but well, it would be well, a lie. Let's go with that one. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> it, would, it would be a big lie. <laughs> it really would. Um, I mean, uh, well, f- first of all, Ash, um, yeah, I've known you many years. Um, I, I see you as a, a friend of mine because we have worked closely for many, many years and shared many giggles over the years, um, but in a different role. For, 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 I don't know how many years it was, I would say over 10 years, you were the um, motorsport manager of Chinetta cars yeah so obviously as you as you allude to uh, 11 years it was i, yeah. I worked for for Ginetta. so obviously you know being part of the talker package um, but but in a in a very different capacity obviously with the supports but um uh, as you say i did get the wonderful opportunity to speak to yourself after every single race <laughs> which was nice which uh, you know and we would uh, present the podiums together and i think you've you've covered off quite a few of the awards dinners as as well with That's me true. haven't you which yeah. were always uh, uh, although the last, well, the last one we did was a bit of a disaster, as I remember, because the videos weren't working, which was my job. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you did one after that, to be fair. No, no that was the last one I did. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? I missed com- the last two. Which, uh, <laughs> You're right. That, isn't it? And I, I wonder if those that are left at Genetic Cars think, I wonder if it's because of that that he's always busy now. When, I, when I we certainly did, him. Alan. I just took it as that was such a disaster. I think that was the night we had a comedian on that we had to, to remove early as well. You're and, right. Yeah, and if it went wrong, right. it could that night, didn't it? Yeah, you but. see, now you've remembered things that I'd forgotten because when... when, when in my... Oh, listen, when, when you sit there at a dinner in front of 200 people and you press play on a laptop oh, and no. a video won't play... It wasn't good, You remember that type of no. stuff. You see, <laughs> and, and as a presenter, they are the things that you instantly forget. So you get into the car afterwards and you think, <laughs> deep breath, it was nothing to do with me. It was horrible, and I hated it, but it was nothing to do... So I've forgotten it. I've completely forgotten it. No, it's still etched into my memory very, very vividly. And I must admit... You did an absolutely fantastic job of ad living through. I just, I just ignored it. <laughs> and now it's all the videos with no videos. <laughs> but let's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you don't know what's going on in the mind. All of these cogs are going around thinking, oh, right, okay, this is horrible. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, yes. I don't know what's coming next. Um, 
Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, um, uh, no, it, the less said about that, the better. It was. Um, um, uh, just remind me, w- w- was it in the in Midlands? Did we go to the? Uh, it was at. Uh, it was at Donington Park. Uh, That's so I right. Think we did the day at Donington in the day, and it was at. That's right. One of the hotels near Donington. It's it going to come back to me in a second. No, uh, uh, um, and, and, uh, I, I remember which hotel, but I'm not going to name them because it was nothing to do with them either. No, you can't blame them. No. no. I think it was all, uh, it was one of those things that worked absolutely perfectly in the run-through that we always did. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, it was a disaster on the all, night, all, Always good in dress rehearsal, um, and, and then it goes wrong on the night. Anyway, so this year, you've got this opportunity. I mean, obviously, you're filling very big northern boots going in as commercial director to the Car God Sicily Motorsport team. Uh, Norman Burgess. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, um, it seems to be about the most popular bloke in the paddock from what I can see. I mean, uh, a lot of people shout, oh, you're the new norm at me on a regular basis. I wander around. And, uh, it's surprising, actually, you know, with the other role and being in the paddock for so long, you, you know a lot of people, but actually you're quite detracted from touring yes, cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's surprising, actually, how little you get chance to, uh, you know, see the races and be involved in that side of, of the event when you've got two championships to run uh, you do very much get wrapped up into the Janetta world and what's going on there and uh, you know so uh, coming into the touring car paddock was a bit of an eye-opener and you know following the uh, you know the circus act that is Norman Burgess was uh, you know it was tricky at times or has been tricky at times and still is I guess but um, I, saw, I saw him at the weekend uh, I saw him I think on the on the Friday um, oh, he's like a bad smell. You can't get rid of him. There. You know, everywhere, everywhere I look, he's there. You know, shouting abuse. And, he know, was generally being a nuisance. That, to be that, fair, that was what he did. He was walking through the Toka hospitality area uh, where people were having their lunch, and he, he walked through with his jolly little face, and he picked out somebody um, who shall remain nameless, and he said. Hello. How, oh, I won't try and do the accent, but uh, you could do it very well for me, but I can't do it. Um, he said, hello, how are you? Oh, you've put on weight, haven't you? That was what he said. I, yeah, that, that's pretty unbelievable. Part of the course. And I mean, uh, the first, I mean, and you've met my, my wife. Um, I have. Who, you know, is a very nice, uh, you know, but quite quiet. Yes, yeah. And, um, uh, Norman's wife, uh, Helen, is the, the exact same size as my wife, Rebecca. And uh, he said, um, you two could be twins. You're both midgets with big teeth, <laughs> was the first thing he said to her. And if I'd have said anything like that to her, I'd have probably got yeah. my head kicked in. Papers. But for whatever yeah. reason... It gets away with it, you know. Ah, he's amazing. It's a, it is incredible. I, I heard this on the uh, mainstream media in the last couple of days. You can get away with a whole load of things if you smile your way through it. And, and yeah, I think that's true, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think th- there's a lot to be said for a, a good smile, a cheeky wing. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly uh, right. Certainly, if it, yeah, it's, I've certainly blagged my way out of a lot of situations like that. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. It does work well. Um, so, so a new role this year, um, and really a very different role. I, I would say that your previous role, overlooking the the all of the motorsport activities within Janetta Cars, which seems to grow and grow every year. I'd say that was a, a pretty high-pressure job and a lot going on for for many hours in every week, not just the race weekends. How does that compare to, to, to what you found going in as commercial director at Sicily? Yeah, it's, it couldn't be any different, really. It's, mm. it's strange. I mean, it's still motorsport on the same paddock, 
but but as you say, like light years away from the other job. Yeah. Um, you know, my role on the weekend was to try and make sure that on average 40 drivers across two grids, um, you know, were presented with a, a championship that was run fairly, you know, uh, deal with all of the event organisers at Bark, you know, make sure everyone had all the right information. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm taking credit for a lot of people's other work, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have a team of people around you, but the book stops with you sort of thing. Yes. So. And especially with the Janetta Juniors, you had... You know, a, a large grid, they all had parents, they all had driver coaches, you know, mm. team managers, you know, so the pool of people that would want a bit of your time on a weekend was massive. And also, you know, the uh, the investment of time from their own sponsors and parents or whoever was always very high and, you know, the actual financial investment was very high, you know, so they have a lot riding on how well those weekends go. So, you know, if they're not having the best of weekends, generally speaking, some of that frustration would get directed to me in, yeah, in some yeah. shape or form yeah yeah uh, so uh, that was always quite difficult but e- equally you know it was it was a fantastic place to be to you know watch drivers develop from being very young and first starting out and getting to see where they get to uh, <laughs> move up you know you, you got a lot of uh, it was very rewarding that side of things you've had quite a f- quite a few the likes of tom ingram lando norris uh yeah on quite the a few. package yeah. alone yeah you know there's you know there's lots and lots of different drivers you know lando's the one that gets mentioned a lot but you know you said prior you dan harper's the guys that are earning a career in europe now out of you know, racing, uh, you know, cars professionally came through the Genetta ranks. And it, it's, it was nice, actually. I managed to get to the Grand Prix this year um, oh, at cool. Silverstone. Um, we nicked a few of Adam's BRDC passes to go over. And actually, oh, cool. I hadn't really realised how many customers had come through the Genetta route. So yeah, you go yeah. to an event like that and actually there's loads and loads, you know, and you're bumping into people left, right and centre. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I suppose um, even the likes of... Of Harry King, you know, he's, yeah, who, well, you know, got a podium on that weekend, yeah, you know, and exactly Adam Smalley was racing in the Super Cup race. Yes, it's great actually from that, you know, that yeah, side of things to sort of see all that. But certainly the downside from that job was obviously you're in charge of uh, the whole championship, so you don't have a focus on any one car. So yes, yeah, some people win, some people lose. You didn't quite get the same sense of achievement, which you know I've been lucky this year in a sense that. I have been able to share a bit of that. You know, yes. Adam's win at Thruxton was, you know, my first with the team. George's podium at, at Donington was my first podium with the team. And uh, you, do, you do not get that sense of elation and, no. uh, you know, that buzz from running a championship. You've seen it yeah, because you've, seen, you've been handing you can, out the pots. You but you're, you're, yeah, exactly, you yeah. know. Yeah. I, and, I, and it's nice to get, you know, I used to give the pots out, mm. uh, you know, and that was great, but it isn't the same because you haven't gone through that hard work. Yes. You know, you haven't seen the hours that have gone in, the dedication, you know, you haven't. And and I, you know, my role as commercial uh, director doesn't um, involve the cars. You know, I deal with everything that isn't a car, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the stickers on the car are my job. Uh, Martin Kenyon, the team manager, uh, he is directly involved with Steve Farrell, the engineer, and, and it's their job to make the car go fast. It's mine, effectively, to fund that activity via the acquisition of sponsors and, you know, the management of that relationship, effectively. So, yeah, yeah. although I can't say, you know, I've had a first-hand 
you know, hand in the car going quickly, I've still helped out the team so I can still share. Some you of feel that. part of the team. And it was lovely. Exactly, you know. It was lovely at the weekend because um, we wanted uh, George Gamble for, for his first win in the BTCC onto the podium. And we sort of we sort of delayed the podium for a bit because the team had been doing team things and pushing the car back to back to the awning. But we wanted to wait for them to get back so that it could be a team celebration for that final podium. Moments like that, absolutely lovely. And I must admit, I didn't really get enough time to thank you and uh, and Dan Mayo, to be fair, for facilitating me that. And I know it was the end of the day, so we could. But no, I mean, I genuinely think it is, uh, you know, really important that the lads at least get a chance to, um, you know, share in that yes, and, and yeah. make the most of that situation because they, they just don't come along very often. You no, know, no. So. You really do have to savour those moments, really. Um, well, let's uh, let, let, let's talk specifically about that, Ash, because um, a, a, a star was born really at, at Donington Park, the opening meeting of the year when George uh, got himself onto the podium. As you said, it was your first podium with the team. It's your first race weekend with with, with the team. Um, and, and, and as we get to the start of the second half of the year, what does he go and do? Goes and takes a win under a huge amount of pressure, a huge amount of experience started around him on that reverse uh, grid for, for race three. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you you couldn't have written it really at the start of the year. We sort of, I, I absolutely knew George would, would be quick. Um, you know, he'd done Janetta Juniors with me in 2011, I think it was. And he, he was one of those kids then that, you know, I think they signed up really late. He didn't do a lot of testing um, and instantly hit the ground running. And I think I got third at the end of the year. You know, he, he's always been one of those drivers that seems to be able to get into a car and, you know, doesn't need a, a great deal of, of running, which is important for touring cars because you, you don't get a lot of testing. Um, you know, there is a bit of a restriction and uh, there just isn't, especially this year with the introduction of hybrid and, and when those kits became available and stuff. It uh, it did meant that you did sort of have to get in and, and do a job quickly. So I knew it'd be good, but I don't think in our wildest, in any, you know, me, George, the team, didn't ever think he would probably do as well as he did at Donington. Um, I, I would say it's helped a lot having Adam as his teammate who... You know, has done more NGTC touring car races than anybody now. But you know, because he is invested in how well the team goes as well, with being a family team, it was important for him that you know George fulfilled his potential, and he mm. he really has you know worked hard in inputting as much of his experience into George, and 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 I think that pays dividends as well. Really, you, you know, he he has helped him a lot. But and, 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 and the two of them get on well. Actually, I, I, I don't know anyone that Adam doesn't get on nicely with. He's a, he's a, a, a smashing bloke, a lovely, lovely guy to, to get on with. But uh, the two of them have team, as teammates have kind of, kind of gelled together perfectly, I would imagine. Yeah, they, they, they really, really do. And I, I, I don't think um, you can sort of underplay how important that is in a team, really. Mm. And I, I think it has helped a lot that... You know, there isn't this uh, divide in the garage. It isn't one car or the other. You know, they pool all the setup information, all the data. You know, it's as important to Adam that George goes well as himself in a sort of sense because he is invested in the team, you know. Uh, And don't get me wrong, he's out to beat him as much as he can. And they have a a great (laughs) little rivalry, you know. Yes, yeah. 
um, which is uh, which is lovely to see, and we have a, a good laugh with it. But you know, the first thing the two of them generally ask when they've come in is, "How has the other one got on during the session?" Which is it yeah, is really that's, nice. Uh, yeah, to that's to. that's that's cracking. I mean, in in contrast, Adam's uh, weekend looks as if it was going to be brilliant after qualifying. Qualified what fourth? Or, um, yeah, best yeah. qualifying for the team since we've run two cars. I think from you know, yeah. I've back to the archives, but I don't think they've had many instances where they've had two cars in the top six. So. you know we were really really looking like a strong for a strong day but you know for a a number of times this year Adam's just had some really terrible luck just before Um, just before the start of the race wasn't it into 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 pit lane go go into the grid lap yeah the car had a a silly failure on the throttle body basically in a you know component that's sealed up um you know so it's not something you can really inspect or anything so it was sort of um a bit of a frustrating one, really. I mean, and the, da- the lads did a, a stunning job to get the, uh, you know, the car back running, so he could at least start from the back of the grid. But you know, you've you've turned around a fourth place start to a, yeah, yeah. you know, twenty eighth place start in the, you know, in, in the matter of minutes, which, you know, and it's probably the third time it's happened this year with the incident at uh, Brands, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we had the DNF at Alton, obviously, where he's been right at the front and then had to work his way from the back of the field again and. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it is so difficult. But well, he, he did he a did remarkable a, job. He got up to fourteenth. He did an absolutely stunning job um, uh, of working his way through the field, probably on the tightest track that we visit. Really. Yes, so yeah, yeah. It's um, you know I, I cannot knock him for uh, what he did at the weekend. Really, he absolutely, you know, worked his nuts off really to, to to grind some results out, which was was great for us because you know obviously we've got an eye on the. Or had an eye certainly on the, the drivers' championship at the start of the year. That's looking tough now, but you know we're, we're still cracking on. But you know our big aims were to try and have a, a good run at independence teams. Um, you know, we, I think we clawed a few points back to BTC and that, which is great. And you know, and uh, and try and you know do what we can in the drivers' championship effectively now. And it, it, any points always help. You know, so. Oh, I think it's a remarkable story that uh, the, the journey of the uh, team this year with the with the BMW, the new personnel within the management, if you like, of the, uh, of the team, and this um, bright new star uh, George Gamble. It, it, it's it, it's been a fascinating story to watch, and of course, we've got four rounds yet to go, so there's uh, still. Still room for more headlines as as the year goes on. And now, and I know what you've been doing today. Tell people what you've been doing today, because you know people see the race weekend and then they think the team goes back and and they look after the cars and get them ready for the next time out, and the drivers go back to doing whatever they're doing. I don't know, watching daytime TV or uh, whatever it is. Um, but you've been busy, uh, and this is the story for pretty much all drivers. There are things to do in between, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, it would be much easier, I guess, if you could come back and, you know, stick Jeremy Kyle on or (laughs) whatever there is available nowadays. But no, I mean, we, um, I mean, actually due to a few staff shortages, Adam actually drove the truck back on Monday from Knockhill, which, you know, he still does every now and again. We try and avoid it. Oh, we passed him then. We passed him twice. We did. You will have done, yeah. We had a bit of a convoy back from (laughs) Knockhill on on Monday. And then we stopped Um, for breakfast and we passed them all again. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. Well, I hope they weren't speeding. No, they weren't. Um, they were driving very nicely. No, very good. Yeah. So we, you know, we 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 got back on Monday, unloaded the cars. You know, the guys are straight on with stripping them this morning. But you know, just to be a hindrance, I have. Um, a, you know, we've been doing some challenge videos before each of the events, basically <laughs> uh, between the, the two drivers, what which sort has of been the a challenges? real laugh, actually. What sort um, of challenges? 
so it's obviously our title sponsor is Car Gods. They're owned by Tetrasil, who are a massive company, um, you know, which make an absolute, uh, you know, a really large array of car care products and uh, various other bits and bobs. And they're based in Rochdale, which is not a million miles for us. Uh-huh. So the first view we did at their uh, HQ, which is a fantastic building. Um, so we did one in the showroom where they had to throw ping pong balls in a bucket. Uh, we did one where they had to were blindfolded and guessed what was in a box. <laughs> okay. Uh, we did one where I had to read out song lyrics and they guessed, uh, you know, what song they were from. Okay. Which was a disaster actually, and they oh. didn't guess any. Oh. And uh, my presenting skills were pretty <laughs> dire as well. So that that's not not one I would recommend anyone to watch from a personal <laughs> point of view, to be honest. But yeah, so we've been doing one of those, and at the end of the year, we've got a sort of a top secret forfeit for the driver who. Um, uh, you know who who loses those okay. challenges overall, basically. So who's yeah, in the lead you know, so far? Can we? Adam's got a bit of a lead, yeah. But George is sort of um, he needs to catch up, really. So we'll, we'll we'll see how we go with that one. But I can't. You know, we're not telling the drivers what the forfeit is. No, no, it, no. It, of course, it, it, it should be quite a fun one, really. And, yeah. and where, where where can people look at these on social media? Ash? So we basically share those on the Friday before each of the event, generally. Right. So car okay. gods on their social media channels okay. will. Um, and, and if I was doing my job properly, I could probably tell you what those are. No, no, I've, I've, I, yeah, I've put you on the spot. So you, you've, you've told us plenty because I didn't know about those. So I'm going to um, whack over and have a look at some of these wacky things that the, uh, the drivers are asked to do. Bet they love you, don't? When, when, when you pitch up, say, okay. It's time for well, ping pong balls. Well, everyone, to be honest, because obviously the lads have been away for four days. You know, they've, you know, George uh, help well runs the, the sort of the family business with his dad yes, in the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they're busy. You've just Which got back from business, Scotland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah, use cars and So drag him back over here to do half a day's filming. Uh, you know, with you know, and today's one, I'll not give away what it is, obviously, but no. uh, it, it did feature the touring car. So obviously, the the mechanics want to get back on and uh, you know start re-prepping the car for Snetterton, which isn't a long way off. No, no. Uh, and I'm disrupting the whole job filming <laughs> videos. But, you know, the, the, the sponsorship side of it is absolutely as important because it's, you know, how we are able to fund it. So, yeah, I mean, and there's loads of bits and bobs like that during the year that, you know, all the drivers are getting involved in and, uh, you know, having to do to you know, keep up these commercial partnerships, basically. So it, it, there's a Brilliant. lot more to it than what you see on the weekends, I guess. Brilliant. And th- and that's your job. And and from the last 20 minutes or, or so, it sounds like you're you're absolutely loving it. And, and that's so nice to hear, Ash. Uh, I'm so pleased that you've got a, a new challenge in, within the motorsport world and that you're still in, in the Toka family, which is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. No, no, and I must admit that sort of the best bit now of winning a pot is getting to come and see you, Alan, uh, after the races, if I'm being honest, because I do miss that, you know, you. When, they, when they don't manage it. It is, um, <laughs> it, it is a bit of a, a downer, to be fair. Well, yeah, we, so we, we had a system. Uh, we, we, and are we, you we, allowed to tell everyone at, uh, listening at home what, what, what we did? What after the system the, was. So, so, well, well, so essentially, um, what Ash and I would do after every Janetta race, so be it juniors, be it GT Super Cup, whatever Janetta race it was, before we did the podium, we would make sure because Janetta podiums are plentiful. They have uh, three drivers on multiple grids. They're so even we, more plentiful this year, aren't they? Yes, they, they are. Yeah, that's that. that's the legacy that you've left. Four podiums. <laughs> for one race um and 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 ash and i would always check 
um, that we've both written down the same top three in each of the classes. So essentially, we 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 don't don't get it wrong. There's nothing worse than reading out the wrong name and getting the wrong driver up onto the onto the podium, or or that moment when they all look at each other and go, "Well, that's not right." Yeah, that's I thought it. you'd won, not me. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which it's, didn't happen often, did it? After we it, had our system, it, but it did it, before. Yeah. Well, you see, we try to avoid it. So, so yeah. every, every, everything we try and yeah, um, um, just get to a stage that that it's like um, it's like clockwork. We know exactly what we're doing, and um, and we had one where we had a, a, a. I remember it quite clearly. We had a proper disagreement when I was quite adamant that, I, that I'd got it right and so were you. So eventually you you popped off to timekeepers and got them to print out a result sheet. <laughs> so it, was, it was the only way. It was the only way. And and even to this day, I think, I, yeah, I can't remember if it, I think you were right, actually. I think you that were correct. That doesn't sound likely, to no, be fair, th- but it I, happens every now and again. Every now and then. No, it's brilliant, Ash. Uh, absolutely, you, you are the poacher termed gamekeeper so you you were giving out the pots and now you're receiving the pots and you got the biggest one in race three on sunday so congratulations absolutely brilliant no thank you very much and uh, no thank you for having me on alan it's uh, it really has been uh, nice to speak to you again. see the th- see the thing is this morning when i asked you you said yeah i'm happy to do it but i don't think it'll be i'll be that interesting uh, well you were so there you go you're wrong <laughs> well, thank you. It's very kind of you to say. You're most welcome. <laughs> Ash, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, no doubt we'll talk to you on Autoglim Top Tuesday again. Yeah, perfect. Thank you, Alan. Brilliant. Ash Gallagher, the commercial director of the Car God Sicily Motorsport team within the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. Tuesdays will never be the same again. Tin Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Two hours just goes, doesn't it? Two well, particularly when we've had a weekend like we had at Knock Hill. What a weekend! And we have just scratched the surface of it tonight on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Um, a big thank you to Ash Sutton, to Jake Hill, to Tingram, to Tom Ingram, and to Ash Gallagher as well. Um, and thank you for your emails. This one from Dave Santos. I love Knock Hill. Always spectacular. Always welcoming God's own circuit, and no mistake, I love Knock Hill. Great racing on the entire package as usual. I love Knock Hill. Race one saw Jake take a great victory from pole. Awesome drive and a really good weekend all round for him. I love Knock Hill. I'm getting the idea here, Dave. I'm getting the idea. Uh, race two was yet another blinder as Ash took the win, uh, taking an advantage by uh, a slip up by Jake and never looked back. I love Knock Hill. <laughs> race three was as typical of a race three as you could get. Huge congratulations to George Gamble as he claimed his maiden victory in the BTCC. He spitted in like he'd been driving that car for years. Absolutely right. Yep, agreed, Dave. Brilliant drive. I love Knock Hill. Lastly, as usual, for me, a mention for our path, Rick Parfit. Uh, his best finish so far in race one, a well-deserved 18th place. Race two would have seen higher up, uh, but a coming together that sent him off the track. Brilliant start to race three. Saw him going about five places, did, it well, did well to bring it home. Great to finally meet uh, the legend that is Charlie Parfit. Oh, doggy. Uh, as a rock and roll dog, uh, <laughs> as rock and roller dog as ever you all find. By the way, did I mention I love Knock Hill? Dave, you did. We all do. And I have to uh, thank Gillian Shedden for, uh, for lending me a Knock Hill car for my trip. Thank you, Gillian. 
and uh, something will be in the post. Uh, Robert Marsh says, "Evening, Al. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a few friends, uh, a few friends nagging me to go to Knock Hill." didn't take long for me to give in and I made my first ever trip at the weekend. I'm glad I did. I don't think I've ever experienced a track like it. The fact that I chose this weekend as my first full camping weekend too uh, only added to the experience. In the paddock, uh, I was my <laughs> I was my usual self. I even lost a fight with uh, uh, Jane Edmonds. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I think you mean Jade Edmonds. Uh, not surprising, really. She's hard as nails. It was also nice to see my pal Josh Malin back in Porsches, showing what he's capable of with a bit of silverware gained by the end of the weekend. I enjoyed watching my pre-season tip, Jake Hill, pick up some valuable points too. The lad was an absolute beast through Turn 1, fully on two wheels every time. He most certainly was. Uh, anyway, on to Snet and another weekend of camping. Uh, I'm going to be miserable when the season ends, but not as miserable <laughs> as Matt Salisbury. Um, he's worse than me. There is a pic to prove it. Uh, always nice to hear your voice at the track and on the radio. And hope to see you at SNET. All the best from uh, Rob Marsh, Geology Jeff. Uh, Fiona says, I missed my request on Sunday. I was en route due to a last-minute change of plan. So please, can you do it again? But I did. But, but, but Fiona, I, and, I, and then I did it again. And I, I did I, uh, uh, Three times. Oh, Fiona and Flossie. Well, I have played it. I have played Tingling Alert. A cracking uh, day of racing on Sunday, and even warm and sunny. Big shout out to Graham, diehard Formula One fan who was at his first BTCC outing, hoping he is now a convert. Many thanks from Fiona and Flossie. Thank you to all of you for your messages. Thank you also for your little hashtags. There's been some super ones. Harry Adams, tradition of Tin Top Tuesday and Lord of the Rings miniature painting. Who knows? I may do a few driver-inspired schemes. And hello, Patch. This is how I listen. I'm learning to crochet. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Um, uh, Dawn says... Um, uh, the very lovely Duncan Vincent very kindly came in our commentator at the weekend and had a photo with me on Sunday and a picture to prove it as well and Richard says great weekend at Knock Hill hope you enjoyed your annual trip to Scotland and your journey south either Sunday or Monday evening it was Monday evening Richard thank you very much indeed and I hope you did as well um Thank you for all of your messages. If you're listening on the podcast on btcc.net, um, you can still send in emails, studio at tintoptuesday.com. You can still enter for image of the week and a, a, a potential of winning a, a, a whole bunch of Autoglim goodies to look after your car and make it look spectacular. And you can carry on the conversation as well on Twitter using hashtag tintoptuesday. Uh, so we'll be back in two weeks' time. Often MotoGP at Silverstone in a, a couple of days. So any of you that are going for two-wheeled action this weekend, hopefully I'll bump into you at Silverstone. Um, but to lots of you, bump into you at Snetterton in Norfolk in uh, just uh, a week and a half's time. In the meantime, uh, stay safe, everybody, and uh, no night. <laughs>